I tell you what's good. It's uh, honestly, uncharacteristically, a late one for us here it is. at the uh, it is. Quincy Jones Castle of Kayfabe Catering and all that lies beneath. I mean, as, um, if you don't know, we're doing our due diligence. The reason we're running so late is because we're on Saudi time, dog. I don't know because I <laughs> I, I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I caught the review of it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I would have to say there wasn't uh, anything. What's the word? Usually we we joke that these shows are cursed, right? Yeah, no. Literally, what I was told, or I was watching a review that said nothing happened really. Like, like, like I heard there was there was no there's no swerves, there was no dusty finishes. Everyone, uh, every it was a ten match Eh. card. I heard they. Well, let me rephrase that. There was no DQ finishes and stuff like that. I heard that it was every match had like a a clear winner. You know? Yeah, uh, to an extent. I'll give them that. I mean, there was some stuff like, uh, I mean, it was a pretty good show, though. I mean, um, you know, it was kind of early. It, I mean, for my taste to watch a full like four hour show. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, definitely there was uh, some good matches like um, I was happy for Ali and uh, Mansoor for yeah. obviously they were getting uh, that. It was a pretty, pretty good story that they were telling I that heard in the ring. Ali had some major eyeliner going. I heard he was like, dude, I was like tripping a out. I, I, or something. I like, was thinking, I'm like, he must have heard Undertaker was in Saudi Arabia <laughs> I heard uh, announcing that. for Pitbull. For and he Pitbull. was like, this is how I'm going to get him back. But then there was something, he, he was part of a moment too. And, I, and excuse me, because I'm definitely not qualified to even be familiar with, I mean, I don't, I don't really follow Olympic sports. Um, and I mean, not a knock on those, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and you know, everyone that, that's working hard out there, uh, that you know, trying to bust their ass to even get into the Olympics. But there was a uh, gentleman who was uh, silver medal, um, karate. Uh, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, that came out at the end of that match. Yeah, because right? the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, like, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I can't be racist, right? Because I'm, I'm black, right? But that's how it works. Um, you know, <laughs> but when I saw that, uh, you know, by the time he, cause he took forever to walk to the ring. Mm-hmm. And then he finally, you know, because he had like a, a head wrap around his face too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So no one knew who he was, but you could tell he was black because he had his hands. Like you could see his hands, but he had like a a white gi on with a a, a red uh, red uh, belt. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking, I'm like, what is this about, right? Because like even you know Michael Cole when he's like selling like, yeah, yeah, what is what is what is what is, what is, what is on here? I don't know what's going on right here, guys. Yeah. I don't know what this is. This is not part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, he's going. Do not blame us. Yeah. So like, I'm thinking when he comes in the ring, I'm like, oh, it's got to be Kofi. He has beef with, with with Ali, right? And then it wasn't. I was like, who is this guy? But he had a huge pop when he when he unveiled himself. That's what I heard. Yeah, it was a pretty good moment, and the kick he kick he ended up kicking um Ali. The kick looked real good. Um, oh, I didn't hear he did that. I just heard he yeah. came out and no, got he a came pop. out. He came out after the match because uh, uh, Mansoor got the win. He wasn't satisfied with it and started beating him up after the the match. And then that's when this oh, figure he made the save. Okay, yeah, well, the longest save ever because he was just yeah. you know what I mean. Um, I think the the whole uh, Santino with the uh, 
the snake charmer bit was a little bit uh, shorter than that. Oh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, there was that. So that was kind of a cool moment because you don't really see him, you know, kind of go into that stuff. But it was cool because it's the cross promotion portion of it. Yeah, yeah. Because even though it's not big for maybe us, particularly mainstream, and where they were, it was definitely topical and, and obviously culturally accepted. And, yeah, and, and not, they pop big. Uh, one thing else I noticed about the show is uh, even though that they did have a lot of the women, you know, obviously uh, covered up. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some women, and I know it's going to sound uh, funny when I say this, but I saw them with a lot of them with their elbows showing, like 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 sleeves pulled up. That's just you that's, know what I mean, but 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 tough. not but not in like like like. But I'm saying like full, you know, you could see yeah. their faces and stuff too. You know what I mean? Like nah, as I best navigate, jumping off these uh, these no, no, <laughs> jumping on these lily pads, trying not to sink underneath this wood. Yeah, I no, mean, no, it, it I, just, I laugh because Key and Peele have done uh, that. Oh, bit the ankles. Where, where yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like look at the oh, the ankle cleavage. Oh, you the, know what I mean? So it's just kind of funny. I, when, I bet when you the navel on the hurl is yeah. to die for. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, so I was thinking, I was like, man, uh, they look like they're kind of overdressed. You mm-hmm. know, when they're but you know they got to do what they got to do. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I heard the Usos got a big pop. Even though I didn't, you know, I didn't miss. I missed that because that was just kind of a thrown together kickoff show match. Because it was just them versus. I'm surprised. Them versus the Hurt Business. Hurt Business, yeah. Yeah, and then um, there was some stuff like, uh, you know, I'm not going to go through the full results, but like the Triple Threat match was actually, they had a lot of time. I though. heard, yeah, someone said and, that uh, that was a, a a really good match, possibly. Uh, I heard the Edge and Seth match was great, but that, that, yeah, that, that non stip, uh, the Triple Threat was pretty good, is what I heard. Well, see, that's the thing. Um, the Triple Threat was great, but I feel like there was a lot of, um, they, they kept doing a lot of, What's the word? Like they kept inter interweaving. Like oh, one person would do an attack, and then someone else would do something and take oh, them both okay. out. So they kept like it, it felt like maybe they did maybe one or two spots too many in that regard. But yeah. they did have the time to do it, so I don't blame them. But the review I heard, they did say it seemed like the match had very tight booking. And uh, okay, yeah, because well, it kept saying like it kept feeling like one boom boom like every mm-hmm. spot after the other and. Yeah, it did kind of feel that way where they knew they had they had some time, but they had to kind of fill that time with yeah, what they knew they were going to do. Um, and then even that, and Becky, she ended up winning by using the ropes, but it's technically legal because it's a triple threat match. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, you know what I mean. So it was like, yeah, I guess there was a clear winner. You know what I mean? But you know, she used the ropes. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't within it wasn't, the rules. And then like even the the Bobby Lashley Goldberg match, you know, I already knew I it was heard. it was no uh, no holds barred. But then it was oh, like, I didn't realize there's no holds barred. Well, they, they, they uh, did that on Raw, and I had to watch the review because you know I've been watching Raw very sparingly, yeah. and it's been. Kinda, I mean, I know he wants to kill himself, but th- that's what he said. Dude, when he said that, he was like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll accept this challenge only on one condition that we make it a no holds barred match. And then like Goldberg's like in the ring, he like drops to his knees. He's like, oh, thank you, Bobby. You just gave me a license to kill. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> What, yeah, I heard it's just, it's it's just that like I don't know that typical Goldberg. I'm pulling just, on look, this thing, th- this phrase too much. Too, too yeah, long, bro. Because yeah. for me, it was like, oh, but when you were fighting the dude that's supposed to be dead, you weren't saying you was gonna kill him. But nah. I mean, I'm sorry, but when you all of a sudden fight the big black guy, you want to kill the big black guy. Yeah, like yeah. it's just kind of weird that they letting you get away. I mean, with but that. Undertaker <laughs> didn't grab his son, so that's also another. Thing. That's the other thing he kept saying. No one. Grabs my family. <laughs> he just came. It was just like I'm like I feel like Goldberg thinks he takes Yo. every he takes every comeback as like a movie role. Like nah, he has yeah. to make sure like at the very end, even at the even though he got the one up and shit, but on the bad guys, like no one touches my family. Mm. And it's just like yeah, yeah, we know you said that throughout the it entire just, build. You, you could tell he's like he's he's got the character. I got you. yeah. It was now just, let me ask you this. I heard and I need to know if this is as dope as it sounded. 
I heard Is besides the barricade spear, I heard that Goldberg speared Bobby off the stage through two tables. So, Is that accurate? so? I was going to get to that because they decided uh, during the match that they're going to announce that there's no call, no uh, false count anywhere. I'm like, that's not how no hard holds no. barred matches work. No, but they just decided that because okay. that was going to be the finish. That's just dumb because you could have yeah. just um, the, the uh, it was okay. Um, it was just a short amount of space because he didn't have a whole lot of takeoff. Like it was literally just the width of the of the ramp. So like, kind of gingerly. He didn't have he didn't have the full like top of the ramp to run and get a full mm, bur- mm. burst of, of okay. speed from. Which I think if he had a little bit more room to sell the burst of speed instead of just running up to him and kind of obviously lifting him up and like just. Yeah. launching both of them to where they needed to be. I mean, well, it was it's still a hell of a bump for a guy his age, though. I'm not going to take that away from oh, him. Oh, okay. So. okay. Um, that, that, yeah, because when I when I heard it, I said, that sounds cool, but I don't. it's, it's now Goldberg, not then Goldberg. It, but that's, see, that's, what, that's what they kept saying after the match. They kept saying, I didn't think we'd see that version of Goldberg in a was. Ever again, I'm like, when he's never had this version. <laughs> I was like, what are you I talking mean, about? It's probably the version that speared The Rock and Christian out their boots, like that that uh, small yeah, window before his program with Triple H totally derailed his like actual trajectory. Because he didn't like even that. tell Brock he was gonna kill him. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. And he had mm, Brock. Um, and, mm, but uh, yeah, the Triple Threat match was dope. Um, there was another match. Oh, uh, shout out to Zelina Vega. I was so glad that they went with her because everyone was getting worried about the dewdrop thing. I ain't got yeah. nothing against Piper Niven. I don't. Um, but don't make this first time of this tournament like turn into a joke. And I'm not saying that's because of her. Again, no disrespect to her, but that's just the character you guys paint her as yeah, currently. No, yeah, she's not. Yeah, I, you know I what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, but Zelina, I felt like again, you know, she already has like the cosplay stuff. She's done um, renditions of like, uh, you know, her own homages to uh, Aaliyah. So yeah, Queen of the Damned. I was yeah, immediately I was thinking, yeah, she got to go full blown Queen of the Damned on, on everybody once she becomes. I, I will say, I, I was surprised. Know. I didn't realize she was in the finals till I heard the review, but. Um, I heard the match wasn't too long, but you know it, it was. It, I mean, it's probably it as long as our other two matches put together. Yeah, yeah, got you. Um, I, I mean, we talked about it before. Hell, dude, Seth Rollins took one hell of a freaking yeah. table bump. Bro. I was about to say, I heard Jesus. about this, like this, like shoved off the top he, rope, dude, and they already he, made contact with the oh cell, my, dude. He literally cell wall, and then also went through a table. So, so this is the, this is where that parkour comes into. Oh me, man, for sure. Or, or was it, is it the parkour? No, no, he does the uh, the the. Um, what is it called? Uh, yeah, it was um, CrossFit. CrossFit, CrossFit yeah. right? CrossFit Jesus. He literally, because he went for, he looked like he was going for the, the Phoenix Splash, right? So uh-huh. that's what the one thing that I loved the commentary they they uh, kind of pinpointed was like, and you know, Rollins had his back turned to Edge. He, he had no idea this was coming. Oh, so he okay. shoves him from behind off the corner into, like he literally throws himself into the wall and turns his body just enough so he can go through the table just the way he needs to. I gotta see because that's it, what it I was, was thinking. I was it like, was did pretty, he? It was pretty. It was pretty impressive. Like it was like, mm. okay, I got to. Yeah, it, it, honestly, like I've never seen a table spot like that. One of the most innovative things I've seen in Hell in a Cell for sure because yeah, see, I, we've seen everything. You know what I mean? But yeah. that was it was definitely different. And then I imagine he made contact and just kind of slid down through a table. But that sounds even awesome. He like he hits and then just falls. Like that's literally what it is. I gotta check that because I remember when Cena took that bump when he was in in the elimination chamber not too long. Oh ago. no! It's and it's, even though it's it was not padded, that safe. it still was like ooh, that looked <laughs> like, bad because you're just so stocky. Like I put it like this: like like say you're across the room and you want to throw something, you ball 
up a piece of paper and you see a, a little waistband, mm-hmm. what do you do? You hit up, a, you throw it up against that wall so it oh, literally yeah, yeah, just drops. That's yeah, literally, yeah. he got banked into the freaking Oh, that's table. crazy. Yeah, okay, that's literally. Okay. And then uh, Edge even hit a Edgematic on the stairs. Like, Shit. Yeah, he even, like, they even said, like, man, he sacrificed himself by hitting his tailbone on the bottom steps to do it. But, yeah, uh, I mean, there was the, the what's the name, hit a, hit a, um, Sunset flip bomb spot off the ladder through a table on Edge. Edge was, was a ta- ladder in there. Yeah, Edge was taking bumps, bro. Shit. Um, okay. Freaking he, dude. This fool wrapped his le- his foot up with a chain. Um, I heard, and he was like kicking him in the su- jaw. Or super something? kicked him, and it was uh went to go for like the the uh, the curb stomp. He um ended up grabbing the chair because he was going to do the curb stomp on on the chair. He grabs the chair and th- and faces it up. So he literally just. Lands with it in his in his nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. He kind of like uh, Parker. Me- he no, Parker that's... Parker meter hopped him. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Nicely timed. Uh, yeah, I mean, for what it was, yeah. yeah you know, gotcha. you know, you know how their cameramen are. But yeah. I will say, <laughs> um, they could have done a little bit better. Uh, the finish he did. He ends up hitting them with the. Yeah, I heard he wasn't too snug. Well, what it was his was he tried the... to hit the uh, curb stomp, and the thing was uh, he needed to do it on the chair. And he kind of, they had to kind of change camera directions to avoid the fact that he wasn't uh, directly underneath the chair to sell it. Gotcha. Okay. So that that's all it really or was. Or didn't get as much chair as he wanted. Yeah, but gotcha. they 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 definitely like, oh no, change, no, no, go to camera B. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know they just show like the side profile of him, you know, making the, Saints, the contact. You talking about the uh, Masterful, uh, uh, Masterful? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, blunder. One hundred percent. Yeah, we'll get to that. Well, uh, yeah, I mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I enjoyed the show. I mean, the King of the Ring. We had Xavier Woods pinned Finn Balor clean. That makes me um, um, a little worried about Finn though, because I was like, oh, Finn the Prince. They got him going to the finals of King of the Ring. That's I was thinking you know? the same thing. Right? They, they were going to do the whole King thing with him, right? King Balor. Too which, bad they didn't do you know. him versus Shinsuke. I mean, I get it. Xavier's been wanting the tournament to come back for years, and he does deserve it because he probably is the person that really got the ball rolling on that. So I am happy he became King. And if you think about it, he's got something that's not tag team champion and you know you got big e and kofi who are both very well decorated individually as well as as, as them as a group so at least that's something for xavier you know yeah I mean? everybody so. has something and i mean you know not that it, it needs to be that way you know what i mean yeah, but yeah. It, it is kind of nice for him to you know be able to have something uh, that's not outside of wrestling to call yeah. his own and um yeah i mean one of the things everyone kept saying is like well we better see uh him start to get that heel turn where uh the crown gets a little bit too heavy for him you know what i mean mm. where he's he's like you know, kind of like uh, in my head, I'm thinking Dave Chappelle meme with the money. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, honestly, I would like that because he could go with the route of that's something not even you've ever done, Kofi. Because I don't think he's won a King of the Ring. I don't think so. I don't, and, I don't and know Kofi's if he's ever won been like one. everything. Yeah, I mean <laughs> everything but like Roy Rumble and Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, no. And I heard the uh, the main event was bad either. Roman and Brock. Yeah, I, that, I mean, a lot of people say um, the best Brock and Roman match was that Mania 31. I I don't uh, know. But you mean, people, you mean before, what's his name, cashed in? Uh, Is that not the same year that Seth cashed in was 31? Wasn't that the one in the Bay? That might have been it. Well, I mean, because a lot of people it, the feel one that in New way. New Orleans was not. Was, was yeah, not that's it, 33 you know I mean? for sure. Yeah, so. Or that's 30, I'm sorry. 30s in, in New Orleans. But then, the, the, what's the one you went to? Was that 35, 34? I think, I think that was 30. But I mean, I, I know for sure that. Um, that that uh, yeah no I think this is no, yeah this was in uh, California that's why I thought thirty one was okay just okay to me like he was ta- he was getting his ass whooped and he just kept smiling and then and then everyone's like man that's right when he was getting good and you then know, no, it, it, it kind of was because I remember saying that out loud to myself I was like oh shit he's actually smiling like I was I think it was the best version of character 
work in ring by Roman at that time because I was like not impressed with suffering succotash and all that other bullshit that they were doing at the time because I don't even think he had did that whole thing with Cena yet you know and started like fumbling over his promo yet no you know what I mean so uh yeah I mean I don't know I I think maybe just because of uh the dynamic but I heard that this match though Crown Jewel it was it felt a little better because people may have said like it almost felt like this uh similar feel to 31 but they were in the better roles designated this time it, it was yeah. one of those things where you know i still don't take brock as a face he's just mm-hmm. brock, brock right yeah. um i mean roman obviously he came into it a little bit more well liked <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. from the crowd uh standpoint but yeah it was pretty interesting uh the way how they started the match and then um even how uh they they you know dude they kicked out of each other's finishes which was great because you know usually yeah with brock you'll see it maybe one-sided and i'm not saying that to be you know it's just you know, Brock got a lot of stroke. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's just what it is. You know what yeah. I mean? If he doesn't respect you enough to want to sell for you, it is what it is. You know what I mean? And to be honest, if he if he lets you hit your finish, yeah, that's an accomplishment. And he yeah. kicks out. It kind of makes your match longer if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, and so then it's. it's still, I mean, it, it kind of. I mean, it, it kind of protects. In, in a sense, too, it's like the more time you spend in the ring with Brock Lesnar, you're a little bit right? more battle tested, Exa- right? Exactly. Opposed to getting. Yeah. You know, being like Ricochet or, you know, not to be a dick, but I mean, that's yeah. just. And not everyone you know, is Brock Lesnar status, so it, or, it's protected yeah. so that if you hit the same move on it makes John sense. Morrison, he, yeah. he'll he'll take the, the, the pin, you know what I mean? Yeah, because he's absolutely. not Brock, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that match was good. There was a little bit of a tease earlier in the night, which I knew they were going to do. As soon as I started hearing them with the way they were wording things, I was like, oh, I know where they're going with this. Because they said, uh, Paul Heyman said, tonight. I'm going to walk out with the WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, and he uh, he's going to uh, – he didn't, he didn't even say it. He just said he's going to walk out with Roman Re- the WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, and then I'm going to walk back out with the WWE Universal Champion. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And I'm like, that was a little obvious, but I'm like, nothing's going to happen. They're, they're not going to do that. Tease it, but don't – you know, it's too obvious it, it, at that point, and right? Not in, and I hate to say it like this, but it's not going to go down in Crown Jewel. I don't know. I mean, there's been other things that's gone down in Crown Jewel. You know what I mean? I mean, the, so. the Undertaker jump started the his program with AJ, I guess, with some imaginary. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking even of like just like the. I mean, obviously, because that's the thing I felt like with the, the was it the, a gauntlet? The the hell, which for what? That whole match that he ran in on at the end, it was like a gauntlet or something that. Yeah, AJ I think was it was. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, AJ thought he won, and then it was just like. Guess again, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Badass in town. <laughs> you didn't hear I touched down? <laughs> Pitbull ain't this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, this is just another t- Thursday. I heard he did that. This is just a Thursday in, for me. I heard he did that in full gear, by the way. Yeah, he did. He always does. He did the same thing That's with, uh, remember when he chokeslammed Post Malone? Yeah, but I've seen him do that out of out of uh, gear, too. I don't know. When you think about it, he's promoting a Netflix special right now. So yeah, he wants very, to, yeah, very true. Wants to get them clicks. Get but um, I will say the Hell in a Cell was uh, definitely a contender for match of the night just because when you think about it, the last time, Seth Rollins, Saudi Arabia, Hell in a Cell, The Fiend. Yeah. So he kind of got a lot of, uh, you Redemption, know. Redemption. Yeah, for sure. And I was surprised they went with Edge on the win on this one. I did hear, um, though, uh, just one more thing with the main event, that Heyman had a, <laughs> a moment where he – Throw it, it you know title? what to do with it. Yeah, but but yeah, in the middle of a yeah. right, but you can't tell who he's talking. Yeah, he thought it was right down the middle. <laughs> Kept it real safe. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that so. was like y'all are really just dangling the carrot on this one for real, for real. Mm. But I had to. I'd be remiss if I did not bring this up. Another great match that was pff, 
big meaty man slapping meats. Uh, big E I, and Drew McIntyre had a great match. I heard that. Yeah, I, they I had they it. had magic together. They really did. Yeah, I heard that. Um, someone put it as, "All right, Drew, you earned your you earned your match with Roman. You go out there, kid." Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it it was it was really good. It really was. Um, you know, he got the the, the nod from Drew at the end. Um, nope. it was just a lot of the verbiage that was being said throughout the match was really good too. With like Biggie, like nah, nah, this mine, Drew. We got plans. Me and her, we got plans. This is just the beginning, Drew. Mm, you know what that, I mean? It's just you that. know, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Where it's just like you're, he's taking you to the mind of the character of what he's doing he's this for. Been you know what I mean? good. He's, he's been pretty yeah, good. It, that, it was, yeah, it was it was a really good performance with everybody involved. Shout out to the whole crew that did the crown Drew because I did hear that they only had a few people for SmackDown. Over there, and then they 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 didn't come with the full crew from SmackDown. Obviously, they wanted to save that. Like Charlotte, oh, yeah. Charlotte wasn't there. She had a um a meet and greet. I can't remember mm-hmm. where in the U.S., but she's supposed to be debuting on SmackDown. So obviously, yeah, they want to play I got safe. a small note on her for news, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, we can get there when we get there. But uh, you know, obviously, um, in terms of uh, coverage, um. We did have Dynamite, obviously. I told y'all we were going to... Yeah, gonna, Saturday night, Dynamite. I mean, I'm trying to remember everything that happened. Please forgive me. But, I mean, you know, we obviously had the, the newest tag team, uh, you know, in the tag division debut, um, you know, the Green the green Frogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the Super Frogs. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. We had FTR doing the old uh, Conquistador gimmick, uh, except in green. Yeah, I love um, that. Um, we had... Let's see. I think we kicked off with... Um, was it Alistair versus Dante? Not a bad way to dude, kick it off. Love the little nod at the end. I was going to say, you know? dude, like, honestly, that's how you book somebody. That's how you build somebody. Like, Man, yeah. like you know how many times they could have probably done that for somebody like a uh, like a Shoddy Lee or something like that? Yeah, word. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, and, and I only said that because, like, not to say I don't look at Dante as, like, a contender. I didn't. He didn't strike me as one. No, yeah. And then, and, and, you know, then he had that kind of cool, you know, short but sweet little promo. I'm like, oh, he actually has kind of a voice. And I'm like, yo, this guy can sell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, obviously, uh, you know, uh, aerials and all that and flippy dudes. Yeah, he's 100% gifted. We know that. But it's like, um, he's done a good job from when his brother had to, you know, kind of be on the, the injured reserve to having to, you know, fend for himself and do tags and, you know, kick it with the side L's. Like, he's he's been, you know, keeping the momentum popping for himself, man. I can't, yeah. I can't really uh, take it away from him. And honestly, had a longer match than uh, most I've seen have. With, yeah, no, with the Malachi Black, and it was good. It was good. He he, nobody looked bad. I mean, I'm, I was wondering about the rib situation because it looked like he legit got hurt off that uh that was it the the double jump uh, moonsault because he was like yeah grabbing his ribs pretty uh pretty oh uh, uh, who's that Malachi or, yeah yeah he, I, you know what though what I've known and and have noticed in his work he's a great seller I remember there's another time he had a match I can't remember who it was but it was a battle tested warfare type of thing you know just strong strikes all around maybe him and Andrade. Uh, and I remember he was selling something where I thought he had a concussion, and he actually didn't. You know, he just—he's just a pro, man. So. I mean, I'll tell you that it, it was longer than uh, Wheeler Yuta versus John Moxley, <laughs> which I don't know why John—he just looked like he was just like, "What the fuck am well, I fighting this guy?" <laughs> you know what though? I'm, he, I'm a little, am, am I the wrong? Only thing it, that worried me a bit. Okay, am I the only one feeling this? Right? Like no, I've been kind of feeling like there might be something going on. I, well, like, no, the way I looked at it was he was pissed off that he slipped off the ladder a week before and lost the oh, ladder okay. match, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, that's true. And so he came out full of piss and vinegar against a guy named Wheeler Yuta who did not stand a chance against, you know, it's just a, a way to get mocks on. Like, like orange look he's Yeah, the way like, he squashed <laughs> made it seem like, oh, shit, are we getting orange versus Moxley and how – how and well, why are we getting there? Like, so, so you know? this is the thing. Like, I know we we talked last week about the um, alleged 
uh, spoiled uh, full gear card. But mm-hmm. when we did talk about John Moxley and Brian Danielson, and then they just both happened to be in the tournament, I'm like, ooh, yeah, I man. guess that's what's going to be. That you must know. be what it is. Yeah, the finals. Oh, yeah, because I did yeah. get that. I do have the 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 um, brackets for that as well. Let's yeah, because it's, uh, it's uh, Dustin Rhodes and yeah versus um, Brian Daniels. Brian, that's who it is. Yeah, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, we have is it? Uh, I can't wait. Who? Matt Hardy is in there. I think. Any? No, it's Powerhouse Hobbs versus what's it, it? Look, I think I put Cassidy, but who's? I'm trying to think. Not Isaiah, right? Isaiah Cassidy. No, you're talking about Orange Cassidy probably. Orange Cassidy. There you go. Okay, yeah, thank you. I was just kind of like, nah, he spells it with a K. I think he spells it with a K. Uh, and then we He's got, like, we what? Got- he spells it whatever. <laughs> I, I, I was like, no, I was just thinking like, why would he be in the tournament? That's that's, that's what was tough about Because he has two watches, B. Come on. Oh, no, don't be sleeping all on day, my man. All day. And then uh, John Moxley taking on Preston Vance, which will be interesting to see if they note that small bit of history when he – Broke his elbow. Remember when he was like the brand new toy of Brody during their like championship? Oh man! I think that'd be kind of cool to see how that how that uh, comes out. But uh, yeah, that'd be kind of. No, we had that. I know we had uh, obviously the the big super elite versus um, Dark Order. I know they put Luchasaurus through a table early on in the in the in the uh, night and all that. Was that on Dynamite? Yeah, they had. I believe they had to get their. uh, Was it? They they had to get their. um, Oh yeah, their the triple power bomb. It's so weird because yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the match card from that night and they forgot to put that on there because yeah, you're right, they did have that because I forgot they also had a. Was it Kiara Hogan and Penelope Ford? Yeah, that wasn't um, that wasn't a bad match actually. And then uh, I like I liked her uh, her little uh, red and blue look. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, oh yeah, Brian Danielson versus Bobby Fish. Banger. Yeah, I mean, it did was... You, if you guys haven't, go watch Minoru Suzuki oh, versus God. American Dragon. I mean, I don't know YouTube why you haven't. for free. Like, oh, my God. my my like, I felt like my but brain again, was melting. Bro, I was like, yo, again, this bro, is but... arguably one of the best matches I have seen all year. Like, See, I don't but, care. But I have, to, I have to knock him on that. Like, that should not have been on the buy-in. Yeah, if, that if, was... If, if it's going to be on free... Yeah. Then put it on TV instead of you know where the views are going to matter as opposed to like I, I like agree. you can't you can't tally YouTube views when it's streaming and add it to Nielsen ratings it doesn't work like yeah that. No, you know what I mean yeah, so definitely. that that was my only thing about that but yeah, you uh, know about those fast nationals man those goddamn fast <laughs> nationals but you know one thing we also had um you know again because you know it was FTR that that was the uh, the green frogs the super, super frogs. frogs yes but then we had like a, a weird segment where it was uh uh Ellie Dolo. Mm-hmm. And uh, MJF in like a hallway transaction looking like deal, a, yeah, like a stair stairwell or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and I remember we were talking. About, I was like, well, when you, when, I, mean, I was like, well, where, where do shady deals usually go down? You don't want nobody to see you. You're like, you're looking up, you're looking down, like, shh, all right, you got the shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, word, word. Yeah. Um, but we also had MJF who went out there and tried to uh, claim a win against Darby. Who, uh, you know, Sting came out there and was that like, was a moment. Hey, fam, fuck you. Yeah, not, not, not on my watch. <laughs> I know what you did to my boy. <laughs> you don't think I, know, I saw the whole damn thing? Oh, yeah, man. Well, you know what? Also, we did set up, uh, and it's funny because I just talked about it last week because we were talking about how, uh, you know, the card for full gear looked like it had gotten spoiled potentially. And I think we had said it looked like it was going to be top team versus uh, inner circle. And I think yeah. I, I had said, well, maybe somehow this little six-man piece of business doesn't get settled the way they want, and it involves everyone, which is actually what we end up getting, sort of this reunion of all, all <laughs> five I, members of, what of I tell the you uh, What I circle. tell you, though? What? <laughs> I said, yeah, I don't know. They're, like, re- reunited for some reason, even though the only reason they're, they're, they were divided is because of them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what – but it was good to see them all, all in full effect because I will say this. From Rampage, I was like, man, like, 
these dudes is getting jumped. Like, where's the rest of the troops? You know what I'm saying? And so I was happy to see, uh, you know what I mean, the uh, Proud and Powerful yeah, come yeah. out. Yeah, you, you, you saw know, some glimpses because they did come out for um, for Sammy that night. He won the uh, the TNT yeah. Championship. And I remember they saved Lucha Bros not too long ago. Yeah, that's true too. too. Yeah. yeah. I had that cool um, eight man. But yeah that, was, yeah, that was a real dope match. I wanted to see more. I, mean, I don't know what they were going to do with that. But, you know, yeah. we do have uh, new AAA Tag Team Champions yeah. in FTR, which – I don't know if any uh, uh, gringos, if you will, have ever held them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I could be totally – I don't know the, the history. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, the fact that it's AAA, I'm like, they're like, well, shit, how are we going to make sure to get to Mexico for tapings every week? <laughs> You're like, they're like, now nah, we're holding it hostage over here in North Carolina, boys. Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> hey, that, they were on the run for sure. You know but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, they worked though. Yeah, but yeah. just to finish off, yeah, I was just going to say with the inner circle, they, so it looks like yeah, they are going to face off again with all five members, I guess, and – Right? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's gonna be what? This, is it, are they gonna have Dos Santos again? They, I, I'm I'm sure it's gonna be Men of the Year. And you know what's funny is Junior Dos Santos had some words for Roman Reigns the other day. Did you hear about that? I did, but I didn't yeah. understand the context because I was like, because like, Roman had said a line about they got a lot of little, little those are little brothers over there, man. A lot of those guys I would just throw out the out the club real easy. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, I he heard what he was talking because like a lot of people were up in arms about him, like oh, you know, they're they're just the new kids on the block. I'm like, that's it's not an untrue statement. Yeah, and especially when they first started, a lot of people were jumping ship, which is fine. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not mad about the support, uh, but a lot of people did, but and then ended up jumping back because they weren't, you know, it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even him saying, "Yeah, you know, they're good because they have a, a diehard fan base." I'm like, "There's that's not untrue either." Like, you know what I mean? I didn't really have a problem with it, anything he really said, uh, besides him saying that there's a ceiling with diehard fans. I'm like, well, that's. No, that's a, that's not for every case, you know what I mean. That, yeah. That's kind of on a per character basis, whatever you want to call it. Um, like, I mean, obviously, we we've talked about like Ty Dillinger leaving NXT, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like definitely, not definitely yeah. not being able to survive past you know a certain amount of people mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I didn't know that there was uh, some uh, other yeah, stuff so he was saying. He, that's why he was like. Hey, shoot me the address of this club, the supposed club that you'll throw me and my brothers out of. That you know okay, I mean? that makes like, yeah. Oh shit, okay. that makes more sense. Because when he said that, I was like, I was like, what do you say about his brother? I'm like, what but is he talking I was about? just like, damn, he's taking an AEW real quick. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? I, 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 like, I was laughing about that because I was thinking the same thing. You're like, man, he got acclimated real quick. It's like, oh, they talking shit on the on the. <laughs> nah, fuck these ops. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, bro, we haven't even signed you yet. It's like, oh no, but I'm I'm repping for the fam now. Man, work. we we in it. We deep. This is top team. <laughs> I, you know what I did like was uh, they continued with the Cody vignettes too. I did like that. Thank you for bringing that up because mm-hmm. I was going to ask you how you felt. I mean, because man, Red Velvet slapped the piss out of him. Yeah, <laughs> was word. Like, she was like. I can't believe you what left. What are we doing here, Aaron? I can't believe you left me with Jay Cargill. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, word. Just like because her whole push kind of fell after that. Like, after, and then I mean, she had a little. She went up with the challenge against Britt Baker, but yeah, know. she had the. I mean, uh, I, I, I mean, nah, I'm not gonna talk about mm-hmm. it. I was gonna say she didn't do herself any favors in another match either, but mm-hmm. we will leave it at that. But um, the only other thing I have to bring up, um, besides the fact that uh, Junker Boy. Um, you know, attacked a Brandon Cutler with a chair, and he tried to hit him with the cold spray for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I mean, hey, at least Brandon Cutler has the built-in like, you know, like excuse of being just just a a, a goofy crony to be able to get away. with Yeah, that stuff, you know right? what? I really like that, and I think because you got to know him a little bit more before he even got the double contracts with BTE, you can kind of appreciate him more. 
instead of going, oh, this guy's just a fucking jobber. This guy's just always he's trying to get himself over. Like you don't even think that with him because you know he knows the job. He understands his assignment. Very yeah, well. no, I was about to say so like he, and in a sense, he's getting hurt a little bit less. You know, he ain't yeah. wrestling full matches, so he's taking a little bit of a few bumps. I mean, yeah, granted, you, he's getting kicked in the face by fucking Nick Jackson. But, but hey, that, it's such is the cost of rolling with the coolest faction in pro wrestling. Right I don't now, know. Right? You got you to gotta ask some sort of a, mm. depending who you ask. Very true. Depending well, on who they got drafted to. <laughs> I, I will say, though, the one thing, I would say the biggest thing. Yeah, I think definitely bring up. I think you know where I'm talking. Yeah, that page. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say before you went into that. Was uh, you know he listened to the podcast and said, "Well, shit, I gotta, (laughs) I gotta pull myself up out. My life ain't a big bowl of cherries." I feel like he said, "Make it a double." Made it his last, and then and make it a road double. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He made a road double, and then went home. I need to work on a damn yeah. promo, dude. Because we everything we said was like talking about him reclaiming what he said from day one. He touched on that. Yep. Talking about you know him the struggles take, of getting yeah getting knocked down and trying to get back to that goal. and and, and him believing in himself. Yep. For once in my life, I actually believe in myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. man. He talked about the birth of his uh, his son. Yeah. Talked about we that. Talked about, yeah. Just, the refocus because of such. Yeah. Right. Just the, yeah. having to recharge, having to get away. And I mean, like, what made it good is he didn't mention Kenny Omega. Like, it wasn't like him and the Bucks and the whole diatribe. Like, yeah, I'm doing this to finally get. It was like, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. These things did happen, but that's what's making me into the person I am right now. And this mm-hmm. is where we're going. We, 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 we suiting up for the game and we showing up to show out. You know out. what that was? You know that moment, not to cut you off. No, you really good. good. That was Talladega Nights when he pulled – that promo was his me, uh, uh, you know what I mean, uh, hood. You know, when he comes out, he's like, because it's not about the sponsor, blah, blah, it's for you. That was what that promo was for Hangman. It was like a, a real big – because even the way Tony had him out there, called him out, big pop, and went with the same question. And it's always your former partner. Kenny yeah, Omega. yeah. And as soon, I as, soon as he said that, I, I was like, so we're going to get a whack promo. Bro, yeah, right? Yep. Exactly. And so yeah. they were. it was a good way to swerve you and go, no, guess what? He's got something to say. This yeah, he, and, and, and he got me. He wrapped me around his finger real slow, and yeah. I was listening to everything he was saying. And everything, like, from this was – we need more of this. We need yeah. more of this, Adam. More, more passion, Talking bro. about – I mean, even less, down to – Less drunk, Adam. Talking about – Passion. T- and that's one thing yeah. even Cornette said, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not here to promote for Cornette, but he no. was like, and what do you know? You know what he didn't have in his hand? A drink. You know what he did have in his hand? A microphone. Mm-hmm. I was like, Love it. I didn't and, even but, know that, but yeah. But but it, the other thing that, that was like, it, you know, him just totally going in on the cowboy, like the way he formula, like the formula for that promo was great. Yeah. Re- reiterating the cowboy shit thing. That's cowboy mm-hmm. shit. This yep. is cowboy shit. And at full gear, I'm going to be on some cow- Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah, just- that was a wave. That was a wave was, for yeah. Hangman, especially when uh, Dynamite started. And you really realize, oh, they got, they, they get the S-bomb on here. This is cool, you know? So, but yeah, I thought that he's was like, a like, major. Yeah, he still flies over here, so get your fill. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> if you guys, those who watch uh, Family Guy, you guys. Yeah, you know, you get it. <laughs> uh, but no, I thought that was a major highlight for Dynamite. So yeah, I really enjoyed it this week. Yeah, I, I did as well, man. And um, uh, I mean, that's all I got for the coverage. I guess we can get into a little bit of news here. Um, yeah. Honestly, it had, had some kind of, uh, I don't want to say like a trail of bad news, but there was uh, kind of a... Something going on with injuries uh, this week, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I did get an update on one. 
Uh, and then I also learned that a Hall of Famer was hospitalized. I did have that as well. Um, starting on uh, the first one I have here, uh, appears that the reason why we have not seen Danny Birch is he is re-injured. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, he actually put up a, a post, and he says, uh, the wastelands, limbo, whatever you want to call it or believe in, that is where I'm at right now. Re-injured, but no clear direction. Had a lot of people ask where I'm at? Well, now you know. No clear path, but all I know is this: no matter the odds, no matter how many times I t- I uh, I take I knock or any times I get knocked down, I take pride in the fact that there ain't no quitting me. Be it determination, stubbornness, or having a big old set of minerals, <laughs> this ain't nothing I ain't taken head on before. And on my bullocks, this ain't gonna be nothing that's gonna keep me down. So, Boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, fucking governor. Uh, that makes it, it's so funny because I was just talking to Mark about that how. It really pissed me off how they jumped to me, just disappeared. Well, well, it's like the it's like the whole Bad Lads faction dissolved. You know, you had, for no yeah, reason. They they were dominant. They were cutting group promos in the back. It was great aesthetic. You know, what I mean, and they Especially, finally got everyone back to full. Like they right, got the, right yeah, to the yeah, full ranks in, in well, a sense because who knows what the original was going to be. But well, yeah, because they they only had three. They're waiting for Danny to come yeah, back. He Pat's, finally comes back. Yeah, that's not part of it anymore. So yeah, and yeah, so you true. had a really solid, uh, you know, in my opinion, faction that could have usurped what the UE were doing. Um, you know, but for, could do something different, especially with the foreign alliance to it. Uh, but then you you. You implode because they can't win the tag straps. But it makes sense now if he was already re-injured, so maybe that's why they did that business. But then the next week, you have them all in the same building, uh, Sans Birch. You got Oni in there to do the job to, what's his name, Zion, whatever his name is, eating flying forearms, you know what I'm saying? But he doesn't go looking for Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland to see why he, you know, they they got kicked out the crew. You know what I mean? And, And then they're on the same card later that night, you know, mixing up with Kyle and they he doesn't run Oni doesn't run out. There's no you know it's just like we're not even going to confront it. You know it's like typical Bruce and Vince stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like because they're not invested in the characters. So they yeah. Don't, so I was just I mean? talking about that, but yeah, okay, that makes sense. So Birch is injured. Damn. Okay. Yeah, Birch is injured. Um, another person uh, who is injured, uh, unfortunately, and this is like real recent. Uh, I believe it's last night. Um, part of the G1 finals. It was. Uh, uh, pardon me, uh, Okada. Oh, shit. Yeah, versus um, Kota Ibushi. Mm. From the highlights I saw, amazing match. I'm, I definitely want to check it out. Um, Okada, of course, won, of course. Mm. <laughs> because I just, I don't know, that's just been one of the, I'm like, dude, how about New Japan's great, but this kayfabe of like Okada always has the win has just always been. I mean, like, he has a, he's been on. A no, no, no. Like, like yeah, it, it, it was worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was worse a couple years ago. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely sure, worse sure. a couple yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, but in that match, he goes for the Phoenix Splash, misses, and he either it was a dislocation or he he actually broke his arm. Um, Kota? Yeah. Uh, the footage, I mean, it's part of the highlights. You see the the landing, but you don't. I mean, he just lands hard enough where you're like, okay, that must it must have been then. You gotcha. don't see any, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't see something hanging off, or it's not graphic. Yeah, you got gotcha. so you can, you can. I, I definitely would uh, still urge you to check out the highlights because it was pretty, pretty dope. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't have any uh, update on that uh, just yet. But yeah, I did get a word that he he ended up uh, getting injured in the match. So gotcha. definitely unfortunate because from what I believe, obviously he just came back from COVID too. So it's like fuck, this yeah, guy wants to wrestle. Say, you know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then obviously I wanted to touch on uh, something you also touched on. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer uh, rushed for an emergency surgery. Yeah. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm-hmm. Don't have a whole lot of information on it. Just uh, said that he had to be rushed to undergo emergency surgery on Thursday, uh, according to his wife, Deborah. 
The post reads, uh, back where we don't want to be, please pray for Jim and his doctors as he has emergency surgery this morning. Um, and, you know, there was a photo of uh, Duggan laying on his side in the hospital bed. Says that the reason and nature of the surgery is unknown. Uh, it's not the first time, though, uh, yeah. for him to be dealing with a medical emergency. 67 years old, uh, and, but he's underwent uh, a heart procedure in 2018. I was going to say, yeah, he um, went to the ICU for heart problems. Yeah, they said yeah, it was a, a atrial fibrillation in uh, 2019. Had to get a pair of surgeries to compact, uh, I'm sorry, combat a quote-unquote serious infection. So I did get you know. an update, though, from the wife. Uh, she had a follow-up with another photo of Jim. I don't know if you saw it where he's no, giving no. the trademark thumbs up. Oh, thank she God. She says, uh, out of surgery, I'm sorry, out of surgery and back in his room. Everything went well. Thank you for your prayers. Good vibes and good thoughts. You can keep them coming in. So cool, the man. surgery went well. That's good. That's good to know. I mean, he's uh, you know, he's one of the originals, dude. Like, yeah, definitely. It's man. just yeah. Um, uh, some good news here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get you. I'm a, I'm gonna feed you baby birds. <laughs> uh, seems that Im- Impact Knockouts champion Deanna Perrazzo has spoken to Scott Demore about doing crossover work with AW. Love it. Specifically, Britt Baker. Let's fucking do it. Britt Baker. I mean, they're, they're best friends. Britt but, Baker yeah. has done the same with Tony Khan. Oh. Nice. So, yeah. I was like, wait for it. Wait for the drop. Mm-hmm. And it's mutual. <laughs> <laughs> Were those two also in the Fatal 4-Way I talked about last week? I know it was Britt. I know it was Britt Baker. No, it was Chelsea, yeah. Britt, uh, and Madison Rain. Rain? Wait, so it had to be Tessa? Yeah, it was Tessa, Madison, uh, Britt Baker was I definitely there. I, I, I want to say it was um... – Somebody else in that match, uh, unless they had another women's uh, match, maybe that night. I mean, uh, maybe it was a uh, Vicky Guerrero. Uh. <laughs> no, I had a name. It just, it it, it kind of. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I, I don't know why I thought Tennille was in that. Tennille Dashwood. Maybe she was. Hold on, let me double check. Yeah, I no problem. Me, yeah, because I'm looking it up right now. Because I want to say that I, I thought it was uh, uh, Britt Baker, but it could be. I remember her being on the card though, Britt Baker. Do you though? We'll see. Uh, but while you look that up, I was just gonna squeeze uh, squelch this in real quick. Uh, you talked about crossover with AEW uh, recently uh, while talking on, uh, I guess it's called wrestling with Brandon Walker. Uh, MJF. Oh, I did see this. Uh, kind of brought up Roman Reigns. Said, "Quote: Roman Reigns lost in the key demographic to Ruby Soho, and Ruby Soho sucks. So I don't know what to tell you." Don't get me wrong. That's not me shitting on Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns is a hell of a performer. I'm also sure if he sees this, he'll pretend he doesn't know who I am because that's what they do over there. When in reality, I know that they're all watching our stuff. Again, I cannot stress this enough. A huge fan of Roman Reigns. I think he's great and would love to work with him one day. So I just thought that was, uh, I won't say fascinating, but definitely <laughs> worth the click uh, when I saw the, the headline. I mean, I just well, love I mean, MJF is going to be MJF no matter what. It's one of those things where a lot, I mean, it's not the first time he's kind of, Tease that he possibly may go explore other options. Oh yeah, yeah. Know? So I don't. But I also got a little snarkiness of you know, kind of like how he does in his promo. Like I mean, I, I, you know, I, I do it like that, that slight backtracking, you know. But then also, but trying to give you that backhanded compliment, you know. So, but uh, either way, it, it's easy to read in his voice. So we'll say that. So, uh, but yeah. The, besides that, I only had uh, really one other headline uh, involving Tony Khan and Eric Bischoff. I don't know if you heard about that. I heard that he it was funny because someone's like when when Eric Bischoff is telling you to focus on the uh, on the show, that's when you focus on the show. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's you know I think because of last week, um, 
Tony, we had said, like, it, it seems like he really got in his bag making the rounds media-wise. Uh, he was really big on letting WWE know, bring it on, even though it's 30 minutes, we'll go head-to-head with your, you know, mainstream product rather than your Wednesday night product, whatever. I don't know if someone put a battery in his back or what. I mean, some of the things he said, he was making points. Rather, it was Britt Baker, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just kind of uncharacteristic because he's done a good job not being a character or a caricature of himself, unless it's, like, for impact occasionally. But um, So, yeah, a lot of people have a lot of things to say about how outspoken he was last week, calling out, you know, the competition, so to speak. But while on uh, 83 Weeks, uh, Eric Bischoff did say, quote, to Tony Khan, uh, shut the f up until you've actually you're actually competing and you're actually competing favorably. And by the uh, by the way, Tony, in 1996, I was kicking WWE's ass every week in a real head-to-head competition, not a cosplay competition. If Tony, all right, now 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 you're see when, but right, and he's been on the show a couple times. So that, that, I was gonna say because it's one thing for taking him a task for the trash talking. Because to be honest, you were doing the same thing, Eric. You were trying to give away live results and doing. You were doing the WWE stuff that they're doing to them now. Yeah, I, don't worry. You know I, I, mean? I got a little bit. Yeah, but, but it's just like. But when you start talking about, I was like, well, now you're now you're now you're making it about you. It's not even no longer a valid argument or uh, of opinion. Right, a right. little bit. Right. So he says, uh, if Tony were to call me and ask for my advice, here's what it would be: shut up and wrestle, dude. Just put out the best product you can, and you've proven you can. Focus on that. I'm a little disappointed in the rhetoric I'm hearing out of Tony as well as some of the talent. Uh, and just to add to that, because like I said, a lot of people were kind of outspoken about how they were taking to his comments. Uh, Booker T even said, in his yeah, opinion, all, yeah. yep, all this talk about what you're doing, this and that, back and forth. I swear, man, it sounds like a little schoolgirl yeah, saying how that. pretty she is over the other girls in the schoolyard. But Tony did stand up for himself. Uh, I can't recall what uh, media outlet this was, but he did say, quote, I think Eric Bischoff is probably the last person anyone would expect to say that a president of a wrestling company should be quiet. But when it comes to head-to-head competition, we were in one this past week. It was only 30 minutes, and I didn't ask for it. We were in our time slot, and somebody came into our time slot aggressively. This is the first time on a Friday we've gone head-to-head like that. I was amused by Eric's comments. I like Eric when we're together, but this is the ultimate example, I think, of glass houses in some ways. Knowing how Eric conducted himself as the president of WCW, much like what you were saying. Yeah, And uh, just to cap this off, 83 Weeks did tweet out, uh, you know, we're just getting warmed up. Tune in to next the next episode of 83 Weeks to hear Eric Bischoff's reaction. And, of course, Eric retweeted that and said, truth can be painful, and this pain is going to be ugly. So, I don't know. Well, see, but what, what for, like, I, I don't know. I mean, my thing is, like, dude, just be like everyone else. Have your opinion because you've been in the business, and just, that's it. Like, now now you're going to do, like, you're gonna dedicate a whole show to to you know picking this whole thing apart. It's like, yeah, I mean, hearing that part of it from Tony. This is not me coming to Tony there. It's like, you know what? He's he's not he's not wrong because he had to the fact that he has to answer in some way and respond to the fact that he knows that the competition are trying to leak information about him. Yeah, definitely. So it's like knowing that is that that is also in the news outlets everywhere, and he has yet to even comment on it. He does have has the the the, 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 the space in the room to act aggressive about why you know how he's feeling about it. Because not only is he finding that out, because, you know, even people people were saying, like, I mean, if he wanted to do the same, he can buy the same news. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, you know, uh, I mean, I everybody has their price, but it's not like it's anything outside of his price range. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know, like, I, 
now again, so now he's making it about himself. Now he wants these clicks. He wants these listens for everyone that's gonna, you know. Oh. I mean, I don't want to assume that, but you, you can't. That's how it comes off. Yeah, though, yeah. You, you can't know? put it past uh, anyone these days, especially in a podcast game, especially if you are Eric Bischoff, because of the tactics you have used in the past to get people to, you know, do the same thing. Right? The whole shock, but, yeah, right? But I think to all. me, what stands out, and if people remember this, it wasn't that long when Eric made news because he was moving, right, to go join the WWE creative team. Yeah, it didn't he did. last long. No, and it and he said, admittedly, he couldn't keep up with the product. He didn't yeah, know he said all he, these guys. He, he so said he probably could have done a better job if he really felt like he wanted to. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, so he it, admittedly it, it, did it. It's tough to think years later with newer names that have got more established since then that he also didn't know, or new guys just in general. I just think it's it's a tough sell for me to hear him tell what someone else should do with wrestling because arguably you didn't do that years ago and then you end up going getting a job with WWE down the line you know what I'm saying so but uh yeah that's all I, I really had I had a little short note on Charlotte but it's just that she has heat you know as usual that, uh, that's I mean it. or at, at least that was the the feeling when she got traded to Smackdown I guess the internally the writers were pumped for the trade between her and Becky but while you know everyone was you know, Raw was was pumped because they all like Becky. SmackDown was not pretty pumped because Charlotte's not popular to work with behind the scenes. Obviously, we've heard stuff that she works too stiff and there's jealousy. And, you know, Andrade said that, like, earlier in the year. But apparently the reason she's on SmackDown is uh, Fox requested this, yeah, they like, wanted a long her. time ago. Yeah, so, yeah they, know, they're so. like, you got to keep us happy, too. Yeah. Fuck USA. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I did want to say, um, and this on another good note, Shibata has returned. Oh, what? He returned to face Damn. Zack Sabre Jr. in a surprise five-minute UWF rules bout. What the f- Post-match, Katsuyori Shibata then announces a return to in-ring competition. Wow. That's, that's remarkable. Yeah, man. I, how long has it been? Uh, I, I know he's been hurt with the neck injury. Yeah. Or was it the neck? Or I know he had the... No, yeah, it he, was the neck, yeah. Was it the neck? Because I know he, he busted his head open with that freaking headbutt. Ooh, so yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah, that was mm, that was tough. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 crazy time, man. It's a crazy time to be a wrestling fan. I just tell you that, man. But, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I had for uh, for news, man. Um, yeah, same, man. You know, I don't I don't think uh, anybody was talking about anybody else's shoes this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that quite anybody made their bios any you know too personal. Not uh, yet. They no. weren't taking no subs at each other. I think it's. You know, again, we had crown jewels, right? I mean, it was kind of just an okay, okay week, man. Yeah, I, 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 this is what I again. I heard nothing crazy happen, but in the way of like, it was a solid pay per view. Uh, I heard it was a smaller arena uh, than it usually is, uh, but I heard nothing bad happen. No, honestly, that, the dude, the like crowd was the crowd was live too. The crowd I, yeah, was I heard, really I heard live. The crowd was really pumped. Yeah, man. it was uh, kind of. It looked like the crowd looked younger. Because there was a lot of people with um, regular T-shirts on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit different from what we're usually traditional, you know, used to traditionally seeing with the Saudi Arabia shows. They had camels there for some reason, man. Yeah, I heard. Um, I heard. Uh, yeah, Riddle, Riddle wrote on, but they they had them, but they had them there the whole time. Like oh, it wasn't okay. just like a special Riddle exclusive type oh, of thing. So you know, one um, thing I was gonna tell you too, and I know we gotta get to a break. Was just real small. Was did you hear that um, WWE is kind of pissed off at Fox? Because I was just thinking what you said of the, you know, keep us happy. We want Charlotte, but apparently MLW inked a streaming deal 
with I can't remember the name of the uh, I've heard of it before, but I can't remember the name of it right now. But it's owned by Fox. Is it Pluto? It might be Pluto, I think, or something, something like I, that. I know that what's his uh oh, that's the the same spot that the old episodes of Impact. Okay. Go on. Well, so apparently me... WWE does not have a deal through that, and they're on Fox, so I guess there's something. Bro, you can't have both. Like, well, you're already yeah. on Peacock. Come on, right, man. right, yeah. And that's and that's what a lot of people are saying. It's like you're already on the major one, though. Like, why do you care about like this little streaming service? Like, you know. So, but that's just like them to try to get their hand in every little money pot they can get, right? So, but yeah, that's that was just something I heard I heard of uh, that that was interesting. But yeah, that's all I have for news too, man. Yeah. See, now I'm looking. at It says. WWE reportedly caused MLW streaming deal to get nixed. This is oh. on, this is October eighth. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, this is Tubi. That's the one. you're Tubi. Tubi. Yeah, I I almost said Ubi, but I I knew that wasn't it. Okay. Would, but if you would have said it, I would have definitely. I wouldn't have been like Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know them all. Oh man. It's HBO. F, I swear. Oh <laughs> it's, man. It's, <laughs> What are we going to do with you, man? It's HBO Plus. Um, <laughs> plus, yeah, plus, plus. Plus, plus and minuses just coming to the front. Oh, man. Uh, that's all I got, though, for news, man. Um, but, yeah, that's – I don't know, man. Like, I mean, you can't get mad when you you already inked the deal with Peacock, bro. Like, what you want. Like, I mean, if anything, like, ink the deal with, with, with FS1, if anything, for replay. Like, if people didn't – if certain people don't get Fox, which I don't know. It just know, seems like typical you know, but, WWE, though. Like, hey, Madison Square, we're the only wrestling in town. You got it? <laughs> well, see, yeah. that, but that hey, we, Fox, we're the only ones that we, we get first dibs on streaming. Like, geez. See, like, but then it's just funny because they kind of did the other way around when they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to do TLC because it's it's um we, we we just don't need it." Oh, it has nothing to do with the Allstate Arena. No, no, the, no. The, the what? No, wait. Where's that? I don't even we know. We don't want to go at. to the arena where there's an all-in. Is that the Rose? Right is that the Rosemont? The front, right? Is that the Rosemont? You're talking about the Rosemont? Right. The, the plaque is right in the front. Right. For who? For all in. In front of the building of the arena. Do they have a plaque there? I have no idea. Yeah, when they sold it out, I believe that they they got it got added as part because of the it used to be called this. Like it used to be called the Sears Center, and then it got changed to the Allstate. Arena. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. so I, I I don't know if they. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, well, we better not see your ass in Schaumburg. I'll tell you what. But <laughs> 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 well, we're gonna take a quick break, man, and uh, you know, pay some bills, of course, and come back with the NXT 2.0 coverage. I know. Haters just, and these busters. Man. It was tough this week. <laughs> we'll be back. What's going on, y'all? It's Quincy Jones Go for the Quincy Jones Show, man. I just got to shoot you guys a huge thank you. Because it's been a wonderful three years. Myself, Mark McFly, and Doc Lesnar, we've been doing this. It's been a great journey for three years, man. Trying to put on for the culture, man. Call great matches. Just doing all kinds of media and hidden shows. It's been great. It's been great. The experiences, interacting with fans online and off has been tremendous, man. The support, always appreciated. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in to the news, everything we ever just contribute, as well as everything we do on the media side. Again, it's been a blessing, and I want to thank you guys. And the way we want to thank you guys is offer you guys a sweet deal for our brand new merchandise. This year, we kicked it off with a brand new logo. Now we have merch with that logo on it, and it could be yours for $10 right now until the end of February. That's right, until 12 o'clock after AEW Revolution. We will be there live. 
it'll be a great offer ten dollars a shirt each we have three sizes currently right now medium large and xl all you gotta do is email us at the quincy jones show at gmail.com hit us up with your size and also your address of where we can send it to and you could also send us a ten dollars whether you got cash cash money we got cash app we got venmo we got zelle we got paypal whatever it is hit us up we'll accommodate all you got to do is hit us up if you want to support again Want to thank you guys for all the support. Right now, we got a special sale, $10 per shirt, all the way to the end of February. All because it's our three-year anniversary, man. All that and more. Don't forget to subscribe everywhere and follow us on social media for more updates on new merch coming soon. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. What is good? Yes, sir. Was NXT good? We'll let you be. We will get into that. This was the go home uh, version of uh, well, NXT. It, it's before. so yeah. It's so weird. It's go home, even though it's a whole week before, uh, before right? ha- Halloween Havoc. Yeah, yeah. apparently. So, uh, which we'll get to that card as well. But, also, um, I noticed that uh, Barrett's been trying to. He's just been dressing like chill, yeah. like mad, just like. I think Bivens has been in his wardrobe. He's like, I'm just going to wear this flannel for now. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird. It was like, it must be casual We need Tuesday? more colors from you, Barrett. Yeah. Casual <laughs> Tuesday for sure, though. But Have you not seen the logo? We need more splash, more drip. Hey, speaking of drip, we do kick it off with an in-ring segment from the brand new North American yep, champion yep. himself, yep. Uh, uh, accompanied by Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes. Uh, he is in the ring uh, when uh, Trick does uh, ask Alicia to reintroduce Hayes again as the new uh, North American champion. He says, being humble is in the dictionary after hell nah, and says it's a uh, mellow bration tonight, then turns it over to Hayes. Hayes says he's been uh, bringing the same energy since debuting four months ago, proved he was the final boss in the Breaking Ground tournament, then pulled a swerve on swerve himself last week. Uh, reminds the fans he does not miss. Now he's the one calling the shots as the leader of the new school. Then uh, demands that his belt be referred to as the A-belt as long as it's around his waist, regardless who has a problem with that, which brings out Johnny Gargano. He said humble is after hell. Is that what he said? That's what Trick said. He said humble's in the, you know, because he was going, we got we got all the gold, blah, blah. He's like, ain't no use of being humble. Humble's in the dictionary after hell no. Okay. I was making that. sure you said after. I'm like, nah, there's an E in that, my dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. about to say, don't, don't yeah, do it yeah, to yeah, you. Don't so do it, right? They will remember Uh, Gargano does come out. He gets a huge welcome back chant from the fans before formally introducing himself to Carmelo. Then he touts holding the uh, North American title more times than anyone on the roster. Uh, He does offer congrats to Hayes and notes that he's been busy with bachelor parties, weddings, and honeymoons. Oh, my. Then says he's uh, lost his way since Indy has gotten married, Candice has gone home pregnant, and Austin has gone to Raw. Uh, Says maybe what's next for him, though, is standing right in front of him, alluding to uh, Melo and the newly minted North American title. Uh, Says he even though Melo doesn't miss, there's a first time for everything before challenging Hayes to take a shot at him. Trick steps in and tells Johnny that he should be more worried about his quote-unquote daughter, Indy, who apparently Hayes has been DMing all week, uh, which Gargano kind of laughs off before pointing out his 
quote-unquote son-in-law, Dexter, who is now emerged behind them inside the ring. Uh, Trick turns around, sees him, takes a swing. He gets briefly locked into the silence before getting dumped to the floor to retreat with Hayes. And uh, then Mello realizes he forgot his belt, and he tries to kind of convince Trick to go retrieve it, only uh, to kind of be spooked by a slithering Loomis who gives Johnny a thumbs up to end the segment. Uh, but we do notice uh, this kind of rides into the next uh, match uh, in the first as, match. As, uh, as by design, I mean, we did did the same thing the week before. Everything just kind of rolls into yeah, the other. Yeah, the, 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 try to fit so much stuff. But I don't know if I was a, a fan of the belt thing because it does play come to play later in the night, yeah. but I just thought it was just kind of lame. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's clearly leading to a tag match, which is interesting, yeah, you know, yeah. because you got that now kind of a face turn Johnny, uh, you know, non-vignette in there live in the arena you know what i mean uh or or at least in or i don't know he was always a face he just doesn't like wheels yeah. that's all you know what i'm saying all. so but uh what's up how did they not play on that when indy was out there with parada later anyway uh you know because they had the whole spin the wheel make the deal they've done it before yeah but what i will say this even though they did roll into the next segment right away at least there's a little bit of synergy as uh jones does play up his like groomsmanship uh you know or odyssey jones as to say uh we see him kind of fist bump loomis and johnny on his way to the ring uh and you know what? During Chase's uh, Andre Chase's entrance, he points out uh, what's dubbed the student section of the crowd during his entrance. So I thought that was uh, interesting. I, I didn't realize he was going to be wrestling in the sweater vest. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure either, but I did notice he did. Or have the I boots guess not on. the vest, but he had like the whole like pull down sweater over the collar mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but Odyssey Jones versus Andre Chase. Uh, Jones, he, uh, uh, you guys know how to do this with the spots. Uh, at one point, Chase attempts a running shoulder block, but Jones just uses his own momentum against him and just shrugs him off. We see a uh, single arm scoop slam and, of course, a corner running splash, as well as a uh, rolling senton, which we don't really see uh, Jones do. He was a little bit more agile uh, action than I'm used to seeing. Chase, uh, at one point, he does counter a back body drop with a kick to the mush, but Jones kind of absorbs it and says, how's that for a teachable moment? And I popped so loud because... Because Chase responds by saying, you ungrateful son of a bitch. <laughs> He's audibly here. Uh, he does hit a uh, missile dropkick from the second rope. And uh, we see three sets of jumping foot stomps uh, back to back to back. As well as a uh, Miz-style snap DDT. But he only gets the one. You know, the whole trope with the big man pushes the small guy off with the, with the pin so easily. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Jones hits is what I call a world's strongest frog splash. Uh, you know, very much like the world's strongest Splash, but you know, the whole it's a standing frog splash basically, just goes off the ropes, hits it on Chase for the win, and uh, yeah, not I mean, very short match, quick work, but uh, yeah, what was he was he not doing the uh, the Vader bomb too? No, he was, he was doing, doing something that out, back out of suplex STO slam is what he was no, doing. No, but wasn't he doing something out of the corner too for a little bit? Was it a splash out of the corner? I remember he used to just do a lot of running avalanches in the corner, but maybe maybe because when he was to... when he was doing a lot of practice matches on, or the dark matches, he was doing a lot of like he was uh, pinning like Austin Theory with like a splash from the middle rope. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. Kind of what uh, what's his name's been doing? Yeah, like Otis. Otis yeah, yeah, almost okay. exactly. Now that I think about it, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, next, we have an interesting match: uh, Creed Brothers taking on Imperium. <laughs> yeah, I was like this. This is a heel on heel type of situation, but man, uh, if I needed a, a reminder of how good Imperium was, this was a good match. Yeah, no, this was a really good match, but it got really weird, and I'll get to that in a second. Pre-match, we have Bivens. He's in the back on the way to gorilla position with the crew. He says the Creed brothers have earned their title opportunity week after week, but now that they see how NXT truly works, the Diamond Mine plan to stop asking for opportunities and plan on taking them instead, which is kind of like, duh. Isn't that what every heel group does? Like, no one asks for anything. But uh, from 
the Creed Brothers. Uh, we do get a overhead belly-to-belly from uh, Brutus, and then he mocks the Imperium taunt. Uh, Julius counters a diving uppercut attempt from the second row by Marcel with a, a knife power slam, but only after some interference from Roddy from ringside. Uh, we get a release gutward suplex by Julius uh, and some double-team action where we see Irish whip fireman carries uh, back and forth from brother to brother, as well as an interesting-looking gut rinse splash by the Creeds. Uh, and then Julius counters another diving uppercut attempt with a nasty-looking gut rich powerbomb for two. Uh, Imperium, uh, I'm sorry, Imperium. Uh, they hit their, uh, <laughs> we get a Snapmare uh, PK and a butterfly suplex from Marcel. And uh, we get a squatting, rolling fireman's carry by Fabian, who I keep saying every time I see him, I don't want to say he's lost the muscle, but he's a little bit more trim. You know, the, the, well, he, you know, the thing is, uh, shout out to Mac Lowe because he always says, he's like, man, I, f- I feel like if uh, Bartell didn't get uh, ripped, he was probably on the chopping block too because he kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. got a little bit built yeah. or a little more built out of nowhere. Yeah, very true, very true. So they, they, could, just, they could be just on the same regiment or whatever. Yeah, know? no, that's true. Uh, we do see uh, the finish where Brutus knocks Fabian off the apron. Then uh, he gets actually distracted by Kushida and Ikamanjiro who have God, made their way down yeah, to ringside because, you know, they have their business with them. Hey! <laughs> I was like, dude, you're supposed to be... <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, good, you're the guy not to bring it's, on the it's, it's, like, it's, yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he's the guy that's going to get you busted because he talks too loud. Uh, but Brutus and Roddy kind of dispatch the faces uh, at ringside while Marcel rolls up Julius from behind with a deep O'Connor roll for the surprise win. Post-match, Roddy and the Creeds continue taking the fight to Ikemen and Kushida up the ramp while uh, we see Hatch. Yeah, he got no- like tackled no- on the floor his name Ikemen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. But I love seeing Hatch noticeably hold back Bivens like he's yeah. going to jump in. Uh, but when we see this happening and Imperium uh, actually get attacked from behind by MSK. Uh, MSK take out Marcel with an assistant running dropkick to the corner. Then they hit their kick combo and uh, shoving Moonsault on Fabian to many you suck chants from the crowd. Yeah, I was about to say the fans were not a fan of this yeah. at all. Like, yeah. I was, uh, I it's mean, kind of weird because, you know, they're doing heel tactics even though – and I'll get to that in a second because they, they taunt Imperium on the floor from the ring just before Wes hits them with a uh, – Tope Conhiro uh, for, to end the segment. And then commentary kind of struggled to remind viewers that this act is actually a receipt, uh, you know, because they got jumped two weeks ago. And I don't know if that's why it suffers because it's been two weeks, um, you know, because they got jumped after that fatal four-way defense. But, it, you know, a lot of people didn't think they should have won that either. You know, and I don't know who they got in the crowd. I don't know if they're like – Pro 2.0, like we don't need the same champions we have for the last X amount of months. I don't know if that's what's going on, but it does seem like I don't think MSK has ever played heels, in my opinion, uh, in any organization they've been in. I don't, as a team, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe individually, but not as a team. So it'll be interesting to see. If they do so much gonna, flashy stuff to be yeah. heels, right? Like, yeah, you know, and that that's what'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, they do audibly call out Imperium for a match at Halloween Havoc this week. <laughs> Trick or treat, bitches! Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right. Hey, shout out to Nash Carter though, because he, he he definitely has actually tightened up. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I, we, we were talking I, about I've that too. Yeah, we were talking about uh, losing mass, gaining mass, getting tight. Good toy, toy. Uh, we go uh, your favorite part of the uh, the night a vignette with Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner fuck you uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to be like the Joe Gacy you know uh, I was like oh I forgot about this too yeah yeah that wasn't bad uh, Kyle shows up to a meeting point on his bike when Von uh, pulls up uh, he pulls up in his truck ensuring they won't need bikes for what he has planned for them trust me I, I this is like four lines tops I couldn't do it no it was just uh, I, I Kyle, totally forgot about it until you said it and now it's coming back to me as you were describing it I'm like oh yeah he showed up with the, the bike and the helmet and all this the other whole night, yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Not so cool. The water Kyle. pack. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Kyle follows Vaughn as he picks up a log on his way and runs with it over his shoulder, then hands it off to Kyle to do the same before a montage of camping calisthenics plays, uh, pull-ups and tree chopping, the whole nine. Uh, Twelve ounce curls are the last bit of training as Vaughn offers Kyle a beer. Kyle concludes Vaughn is out there, but he no is fooling, too, no fooling. <laughs> they just uh, the, the way he's his reaction. Oh, is, what? Oh, dude, are you serious? Yeah, dude, you're out of this world. But uh, he concludes, <laughs> I'm a little out there too. Yeah, he's out. They're <laughs> both like, they're out there, you know, and he thinks that if they could do some real damage uh, only if they get on the same page. Vaughn kind of cheers and says, "Let's kick some ass." And it, it was what it was. All I have to say is this would have just been better if they had Kyle show up at least with like a motorcycle instead. I don't know, man. That's not – I don't even know if we've seen him in that – he could have just pulled up. I'm not, I'm not saying, like, total, like, freaking hell's angels, but, I mean, you know, some guys could just ride a bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just, like, their preferred uh, transportation. So it's like if you would have just rode – nothing like – I ain't saying a Harley or, like, a Ninja or nothing like that, but just something where it's, like, complimentary to the pickup truck he had. I was just like – Dude, you guys yeah, are. Yeah, made him look like a wimp. Yeah, that's how I felt a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? It just was. But, uh, you know, after I, this, we do get that vignette you were talking about, which is Joe Gacy. Yeah. Uh, he says, after a setback last week, perhaps NXT 2.0 isn't such a safe place for, or safe, safe space, I should say, for us after all. But the mission remains the same. He says, we don't need violence to settle our differences. They won't be triggered by the words of fragile people who don't understand us, but throw their microaggressions our way. Uh, you be alone, or, or you are alone and disenfranchised, but I have empathy and will speak for you because as a coalition, we'll be much more stronger than we ever could be as individuals. And then says, take my hand. Now, so what's interesting about this is as he says that, now we see a reflection of Harlan come into play. Um, and it's interesting because week after week, as Joe's done this rhetoric, he has been talking plural like as a group like saying us and our and things like that yeah he, so he's been saying it like he represents more than just himself yeah. yeah and so here even you know i'll speak for us and you know safe space for us and we don't have to do this and all that you know uh so it was interesting to see that he's actually talking to someone specifically this time and uh at this point it, the camera kind of pans out and I'm going to say it shows them kind of speaking through a glass partition. I was going to say, it seemed like some sort of like, uh, you know, like when you go visit somebody in jail type yeah. of situation. That's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. But he does uh, end by saying, follow me, little snowflake. Hated, yeah. Hated, hated that, that part. Yeah. But like, I'll give him credit when they, they casted the uh, reflection of uh, Harlan. That was way better than the Ultimate Warrior shit we seen. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You know tenfold. I mean? so. Tenfold. <laughs> but, yeah, it was good. It was interesting. Um, it made up for the, hey, come here, little baby bird. Let me feed you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> From last yeah, week, whatever uh, the hell that was. It's a brush on the cheek. Just, just want to let just you know. A, how, a little spread of love. I just got to remind you how precious you are. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. But uh, next, this brings us to a match with Electra Lopez, uh, La Madrina, yeah. versus uh, Cora Jade. Uh, before this starts, we do see a vignette that plays about Cora Jade. Not much more to say there. Uh, LDF, uh, they actually hit the ring before the uh, match as well. Where Santos, he cuts a promo. Yeah, saying, he was fired up. Yeah, he was. He says he's always been blessed with luck in this business until last week when Hayes walked out as the uh, new North American champion. He called him a uh, lucky son of a bitch. And says uh, he and Sen Senorita Luck will find him soon enough before introducing Electra as La Madrina. Uh, Electra goes to cut a promo herself, but she's interrupted by the entrance of Cora Jade. Uh, and I'm going to go right to the match. Spots, of course. Multiple scoop slams by Electra and a bill uh, throw from the corner. Cora, she manages to counter a back suplex with a sunset flip for two. Um, and this kind of just breaks down where Electra 
Hits a running clothesline and goes to pick up Jade, but Jade quickly rolls her up for a small package for the uh, upset win. Uh, later on, I will go on. Uh, we do see LDF is shown stomping the absolute brakes off of Trey Baxter. You don't even know that it's him. That's yeah, how no, bad yeah, it is. Like, you you is, just yeah. have to put two and two together. Like, who would be a so- – oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> and uh, this is going on while Lecture's talking trash to Cora. And yeah. we see Jensen and Briggs. Even the numbers and make the save and then this brawl. We heard a fight break out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not without us. <laughs> we heard our bingo numbers called. What's well, good, Jensen? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, it was Jensen that said it too. Uh, but the brawl, uh, he, he can, uh, the brawl continues on as the refs and backstage personnel do their best to uh, stop it. Uh, this takes I, us to a uh, backstage. Segment. I d- uh, I just wanted to say that I honestly just can't wait for Santos to go to the main roster. Yeah, dude. Because he speaks great English. He's charismatic as hell. He knows how to tell a story on the mic, in the ring. He's really good. I was was saying the same thing to Mark because, to me, anytime a group like LDF and Diamond Mind are on the screen, it feels like you're watching a different show. It does. And I feel like And and it's like that for a few different acts on the the show, too. You know what I mean? But with him – it's like, what else does Vince want? You know what I mean? Like, you know, good-looking cat. Can wrestle his ass off. Yeah. Dresses to the nines as far as how he represents himself outside of work. You know what I mean? Like, speaks English. I mean, and representative of a whole nother culture, the, uh, no, a whole nother market you can market to. Like, yeah. Not nah, world talk. That's I mean, that. you know, that's all I wanted to say. No, 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 side no, 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 those but are yeah. good, good points, man. Uh, this, uh, talking about another guy, a blue chipper, that might bring that in. Braun Breaker, backstage segment with Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, they're with McKenzie. Uh, they're asked about how they're going to coexist. He's tonight. fat. No, but, <laughs> I just had to put <laughs> But you, you know the whole trope. How yeah, you yeah. guys got to face each other next week. How can you coexist tonight? Uh, Braun notes the usual trope and says, you know, uh, with their specific situation and just tells Ciampa to watch himself out there tonight because it's not going to go down. You know, uh, Ciampa says, watch out. I thought last week uh, you said you were going to keep me safe all the way to Havoc. I'm just trying to follow your lead, champ. And uh, this kind of gets a chuckle from Braun before Ciampa walks off. So, and there's more on those two later in the main event. But, uh, yeah, not bad. It was short and sweet, you know. Yeah, it was, uh, like I told you, dude, I was watching all the way up. And, and then when that match, I was like, oh, wait, what's the main event? I'm like, oh, uh, I don't really need to watch this. I know how this usually goes. Yeah. So I just kind of didn't. Gotcha. Oh, no problem. I, I, I mean, I, I did watch at the very end where you, like, slap some hard. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to give it away. But, yeah, I, I did see the ending. I, didn't, I, didn't, I just didn't watch the full match. Yeah, no problem. So, but anyways, uh, go we, ahead. We have a uh, triple threat match with some uh, high stakes here. Io Shirai, yeah. uh, one half of the women's tag team champions, taking on Persia Parada uh, and JC Jane, a toxic attraction. Now, uh, the winner would be, uh, you know, uh, would be able to spin the wheel to make the deal for their team to decide. Oh, not really decide, but St- I mean, stipulation. It, it, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think about it, it's really not a step up or uh, what's the word? A, a leg up. It's a ladder because, match, yeah, so because, it is. Because, yeah, well, 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 true, but you know <laughs> what I mean, like in the sense of. It's random anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, in, like, in, in it, a it, sense, so just I mean, a, yeah. It's like it's not like you get the pick, but you get the spin. But even then, the, the odds are still random. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Now let me just go ahead and get this out the way. Uh, you guys know I like to do the spots. Uh, from JC, we do see a early running Hurricane Rana to Persia, and not too long after that, she attempts a suicide dive outside to Persia, but she gets caught in uh, on the second rope by her feet. Takes a nasty spill that kind of takes her out of the match. She does manage to get picked up by uh, Persia so they can get that Asai moonsault Yeah, spot. you saw what I was talking about. Yeah. So I, and that's the only thing I was like, well, she, if she felt okay enough to still do that spot before you saw the ref come in and rush at her. Well, I got a little I was bit. like, you know, but it, yeah, it was kind of, I was trying to see what I could based on the camera cuts. Yeah, you know? from what I could tell, Persia picked her up. 
I yeah. mean, she tried to save her on the drop. She didn't get there right in time. And I think she tried to pick her up knowing they had to get to the next spot. Yeah. Um, you know, just like you said, a lot of awkward stomping, single leg crab on the outside, you know, things yeah. you don't see from EO. You could tell it was a lot uh, of time buying. Yeah. Exactly. And this would result in JC getting scratched from the match after medical personnel did check on her. Now, I do have an update per Brian Alvarez with uh, Wrestling Observer Live. She did pass a CTE uh, test. That's good. Okay. But that's not indicative that she'll be able cleared, to be yeah. cleared uh, for the Blind ladder match because that's a ladder match, you know? So that's why I was I, thinking I think too. Maybe like, that's why they took her out was just to prevent any, um, you know, if there was damage to, to prevent any further damage with the match I mean, a week from now. You uh, know and I mean? and, and so, they obviously know it's a ladder match before they, they spin it. I mean, exa- I'm, I'm oh, guessing, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't you know. can tell by the way it slowed down. Too. Yeah. I don't know how it's Not rigged or how they the, do yeah, it, but yeah, yeah it's just, cause I was the first thing I was, I was like, damn, she's like, Man, I just barely got through today. I gotta do this with a ladder now. Yeah, that's <laughs> and what I was three thinking. other people in this bitch. Yeah, like, but yeah. she, you know, to be fair, she didn't get a lot of speed uh, or momentum on the on the you know when she went for the suicide. Yeah, night. it just it and sucked. I will say it just she sucked didn't, to watch. She didn't land as hard as I've seen other people. Take yeah, that's what I was trying to happen. explain to you. Like, you like she did topple over, but it wasn't like a super... Yeah, it was probably the safest way that that yeah. could have gone in, in a way, but, you know, we'll see. But uh, from EO, we get a shotgun drop kick to Persia. Uh, uh, of course, the uh, side moonsault to Persia and JC on the floor, as I mentioned. We get a tiger fent kick and a low springboard shotgun drop kick. Looked like she kind of slipped yeah, on the rope just there. just a little bit. Yeah, and then also locks in a crossface at one point. Persia, you know, the, uh, doing a good job showing how she's a powerhouse. Uh, she does a double clothesline early on to JC and EO. We get a two for one double suplex mm-hmm. as well yep. as um, we get a Samoan drop and a bear hug during a picture in picture a running boot and she actually blocks a hurricane Rana attempt and hits a deadlift sit out power bomb that looked really good I will say uh, she's got a nice she kind of her body type reminds me of Jordan Grace a little bit you know like j- just maybe I don't know because she keeps changing bro like she she been shredding and putting like like she, she just put a uh, picture out today Who, uh, Grace Grace yeah uh, I'm like man like. <laughs> Transformation or what? What's good? Uh, oh, okay, Grissom. <laughs> I get your octopus out there. I'll see you. Hey, man, I, I'll be your squid game. I don't, I don't, whatever. I don't even get it. But but, was, uh, the was, finish comes where EO hits an impressive snap German suplex to Persia. Follows up with an over-the-moon salt for the win. Uh, post-match, Zoe jo- joins uh, EO on the ramp as she spins the wheel, draws a scareway to hell ladder match stipulation. Not, not let's put a play on words to not use the curse word. Let, let's change stairway, the real word. Because it, I mean, because hell's not indicative of a, of a October Halloween thing. We got to put scare in it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not like it's already <laughs> implicated. Yeah, it's like I just hope nothing's gonna be. Candy hey, let's candy. call it a scary to live match. But yeah, you know what I mean. Huh? But I, I just I just don't huh? want it to turn into a candy corn candlestick <laughs> oh, thing. Shit, you know I forgot mean? it. Don't even don't bring it up. Don't bring it up anymore. I don't even. Bro, I will I never forget Enzo hitting Ken uh, and, or not Ken, man. Carl Anderson with a mid rope DDT man, while he wore and, and a then, pumpkin. No, I remember Luke had the pumpkin on his. Oh, head maybe it's Luke. Big okay. ass. He could even. He probably couldn't even. Oh, man. That was a whole thing. But God, anyway. I'm, I mean, I'm hoping they don't do that anymore. Yeah, but hopefully uh, we do see JC pop back up. Um, or I don't know if Mandy's gonna do gonna pull a double Adam, duty. Yeah, like Adam Cole did. You know, Adam in, Cole, in the Dusty baby. Classic, and then went on. She's to, like Mandy Rose, baby. No. No. Just trying no. it on. No, don't. Don't do it. Uh, we get a vignette from Solo Sequoia. Uh, I didn't get the first I, bit. It, the, it was weird it that was, the, the commercial yeah. kind of cut in on it. But he basically said, his scraps don't last forever, but the pain he drops on your ass does. 
says uh, soon he will move from the cold pavement to NXT, and despite the territory being changed, the ba- uh, the uh, beatings will remain the same to anyone who steps to Solo Sequoia, the street champion of the island. And uh, he's looking to arrive next week for just in time for Halloween Havoc. I-, I will say that when you first told me the name, mm-hmm. I remember I was tripping out. But seeing how they spell because I thought I'm like, y'all really gonna just give him like the name? Like, I, I know a Sequoia is a tree, yeah, yeah, and the name of a freaking SUV. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, and I believe a tribe too, yeah, yeah, 100%. But mm-hmm. I'm just in up here like, well, that all we're just gonna go for, oh, it, huh? yeah, I, and then, I, I but I'm like, you. oh, okay, they, they spelled it a little bit different, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think I mean? you could so, tell it's got some uh Polynesian or Samoan, they're trying to put that yeah. flavor on it because it, it yeah. kind of reminds me of like, like Kona. Kona Sequoia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, this takes us to a bathroom vignette, um, and that's the only way I could put it, with uh, Ikaminjiro and Kushida. Uh, Kushida's midstream when he's surprised by a very excited Ikaminjiro, uh, who is very pumped to be teaming with his hero, uh, I think, next week to face Diamond Mine. Uh, Jiro says they're going to crush the Diamond Mine, while Kushida agrees, but says he feels like he needs to style strong, as he said, alluding to Jiro's jacket and entering, you know, uh, uh, thematics, I guess. And uh, Jiro says, no, he he does not need to do that because he is Kushida and pulls out Kushida's old Marty McFly attire. And uh, Kushida and, uh, tells him to put it on. Kushida puts it on, gives him a matching glasses, and Jiro says, it's time to go back to the future as a blue light turns on out of nowhere and they both hit the time splitter pose as much i will say i liked it because like okay cool we're getting the old time splitter kashida back even though it said time splitter on his on his trunks you know what i mean when he went orange and and you know just a white boots but kind of cool to see and i don't know if this automatically makes ikamin like a time splitter or if that's what they're going to go by but the blue light was a little much but i get it you know it, it but i don't know it just also felt very vincey yeah, I mean, I, I no, I, I can't say that. I want to agree with that part because I feel like Vince wouldn't get it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? He probably has never seen that movie. Uh, well, it. not even that. Just like so, he's a character from a movie that came out in the '80s. Like so, <laughs> but he's Asian and he's not. Like, wait, I don't get it. What do you mean? Like you know what I mean? It's just so many things. And why does he wear the jacket? Is yeah, that yo, part I, of the movie too. Well, yeah, like he's just you know what I mean? Oh, like it's independent. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it must be like that damn Scarface I keep hearing about. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, but Are you Biff? <laughs> who is this Biff I keep hearing about? Oh, damn it! But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, it was entertaining. I'll say that. Yeah. But it was just kind of yeah. I mean, I, I think nostalgia. If, if they did the whole strong style, style strong thing, then yeah, I think that's kind of cool. But that would be actually a cool little way, yeah, to market those guys. I just don't, I just hate the. You know, we were talking about last week, fellow countrymen. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like, like I, I, it's like it looks like it's just us, us two in the locker room. We gotta, we gotta. <laughs> but it's like you want to ride together. But, but you know what's funny <laughs> is, but when Swerve and Ashante have common, you know, enemies and LDF in their tag team, when we, he don't go. Fellow country, fellow streetsmen, fellow neighborhood. Time to go back. Hooligans, like you know. he said, time to go back to the role. Ah oh, man, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, you don't know about his life before. Yeah, that. Who, you know what who, I mean. Who knows? Who knows? Um, one thing I did want to bring up because I know you didn't. Um, you didn't see it. Uh, at least I don't think. I mean, I asked you about it. Oh no, I saw it. You I, saw the commercial for the that's Halloween. That's totally habit? a female. Oh no, no, I know that. But yeah. did you see that the things that were being thrown in the? Uh, there were some things that uh, that were kind of. Uh, Easter eggs, so to speak, because hmm. uh, I took a few screenshots. One was, if you notice, it was deliberately a old flyer for War Games on there. Hmm. Let me let me show you real quick. 
War Games. Uh, so like yeah. like you, you see like uh, see it, War Games and you see it has Kyle and uh, Roddy next to each other. Okay. And it's a ripped up program of like an old War Games match, right? And it says November seventeenth on it, which I thought that was kind of weird. It's weird because it, you know the, the, and then there the, were, there was a deck of cards that they flipped in there. So like for Shayna, maybe someone someone threw uh, a chair, but also they made sure they threw a kendo stick and a uh, and a and a crutch in there. You know what I mean? There was an old school TV and a clipboard in there hmm. for some reason. Maybe the old school TV is like for in your house. I was thinking that too, like, but then at the same, I'm like, man, y'all really just like so everything you grew but to I love also, is dead. But I dead. also noticed that it was a, it was and, the and, Miz. and a mirror and a mirror. That's the last thing she broke. The whoever it was she broke a mirror. That's probably for Tyler though. You think? Oh shit, man. Because that's what it sounds like. It's just things like from the past, but before, did you notice on the TV? It's the WWE sign upside down. Like, yeah, I noticed that. That, too, that was yeah. kind of weird, but but I didn't know I, if that's just because of how the the chair folds or something. That maybe yeah. true. I'll be honest. I think it's Bailey. And like it, because it's talking about reincarnation. Uh, it's not. Yeah, it says it says you know? affliction leads to reincarnation. I mean, that's the only person I could think that could go back to NXT where it would make a big deal. I mean, there's there's only a few. No, I mean, unless it's Natalia, but why would she do that? Mm, she doesn't need. Nah, to do that she's already been drafted. Yeah, you and know then, what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's not a lot of people. Sasha and Becky aren't coming back. Bailey has been sidelined since Mania. Before Mania, it's been a lot of time. It yeah, could be her. I, but you know I mean, but she she, Emma, she still couldn't. She know? still could not be cleared either. Too. Yeah. I mean, I know she uh, she was tweeting at uh, Becky, <laughs> telling her, oh, you guys see the big time idiots in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> and she's like, she said, whatever. It's like, I don't know. I can't hear you from here, peg leg <laughs> or oh, some shit. Nice. But, you know, they're obviously cool. But I thought, I'm like, these guys, these, these two are always in character, which is hilarious to me. But I mean, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to see if it is somebody or if it's just. I don't know. Some just yeah, yeah. It was else. it was definitely uh, a woman in the first one I told you about too from the week before. Yeah, you. Could I just, just tell didn't by the, the demeanor. Yeah, I just thought it was just a character for the sake of the thing. But then when I'm seeing all this and you hear the kind of the distorted woman's voice, you're like, what? What? What is? It? And I'm like, right. maybe it's Ember because she's been on the losing streak. I don't know. But yeah, they did that but, already. They yeah, did that already. And, and yeah. It, it, I almost feel like wasn't it at Halloween Havoc when she yeah, you're emerged right. not yeah. too long ago or right after the Tony Storm shit or what? I don't know. Yeah, but uh. Next, we have a match. Tony D'Angelo. Oh, it's Dakota Kai, bro. Oh. Okay. Where's she been at? That, that'd be pretty good. That actually makes way more sense. Because, she, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, yeah, because you know what? She does have uh, history in war games, remember? Because she turned That's what I, I was yeah. thinking that, but she also, the last time we saw her I was against I, I couldn't believe when that happened. I remember to this day, I was like, what the? <laughs> that was just like when DIY imploded. It was yeah. like, what, like, you felt it about to happen. You're like, but, but it's not... What? So, but what? What, where does the match go from here? Yeah, man. <laughs> no, they did a good job with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Tony D'Angelo uh, takes on Ru Fang, not Liu Kang. Ru Fang. I literally said out loud as he came. I was like, "Who the fuck is Ru Fang? Like, who? I've never seen this guy before." But I digress. Uh, before the match, we get a vignette uh, that plays where Tony does say the streets are talking about his successful debut. Talks about how he shows up and the situation gets uh, resolved, as is the family tradition. Says there's only two things he takes seriously, business and his success in the WWE. Uh, D'Angelo, he does, uh, you know, with the spots, we get a wrestling style takedown, a side headlock as he tells fans, it's like wrestling my little brother Dominic, ah! 
Which I thought was Ooh. kind of fun. Shots fired. Where you at, Mysterio? No. <laughs> uh, he gets a running back elbow and a wrist lock short arm uh, lariat. We get a forearm and spin kick from Fang, but ultimately uh, Tony hits the Northern Light suplex and follows through with the uh, swinging fisherman's neckbreaker for the win. Post-match, we see Samantha Irvin. Uh, she comes in for a post-match interview. That's her name. Thank yeah. you. And she uh, first offers congrats to his victory before asking about the whereabouts, perhaps, of uh, Last Legends producer Mark. Mark as uh, and asks if he's maybe may involved in where he may be, uh, you know, where, where his last whereabouts were. Uh, Tony says he's uh, she's kind of being nosy and even asks if she's some kind of snitch or something before swearing on his grandfather Junior's grave, which I'm like, is that your father? Uh, he knows nothing but suggests that maybe he went on a little vacation. Slips Samantha some money and insists she goes to buy Yo, herself something crowd nice. the went all uh, like crazy and, and on that. Hit a forget about it. And yeah. but like this, this is the thing. Okay, so like I thought I didn't want to know if it was gonna be like a one hit wonder because it was just popular that week. But he knows he got something because the way he hit that forget about it. Mm-hmm. He 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 did it where he let the crowd say it with him. Yeah, like he he's like I don't know. There's something about him where he he seems a little bit more advanced uh, progress wise and yeah. and just uh, pro- I think he's probably acclimation a- wise. I yeah. should say too. You know I, what I mean? I feel like he's probably done a lot of enhancement matches before the shows, maybe, hmm. and has gotten maybe in with the home crowd uh, or the faithful, not the ones that come in every other week or whatever. But oh, maybe they're just familiar because of, of who he is. That's yeah. poss- that's that's definitely possibly true. I just know like it's just funny how it's just like last week or the you know two weeks ago he debuts. A week later he has a segment. And then, like this week, it's just he's over, like yeah. like Rover, man. Man, uh, but it was good. It was a good match for him. It was a good look for him. And uh, like I said, the promo was great. The the whole money in the palm thing, like you know, hey, let me just grease grease your elbows uh, to get the hell out yeah. of here. Go sweetheart. buy yeah. 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 yeah, not like, bad. Definitely not. Yeah, bad. it was really it was real subtle, more than over the top. Yeah. And and you know, WWE they can be a victim of their own over the topness. Quite a bit, so yeah. This brings me to my next point. <laughs> Duke Hudson's poker room vignette. We <sighs> literally called this last week, and I even said, like, it'd be funny if, like, if it was Swerve, and he said, this is my house, and the house, and I was kidding. Yeah, you were. being serious, and literally that's what was said. Uh, this is all I got, two lines. It says, his poker room is always open, as he is always open to taking suckers' hard-earned cash. And says, whether it's in the ring or the poker table, might as well start calling him the house because the house always wins. Short and sweet, but this is exactly what we said we didn't want to see it turn into. He's he's, he's just on like a... He doesn't need it. But I did like how, no, how, how, uh, how Bear is like, oh, yeah, it's stud poker. You know, still giving like that, that he you know, he, he's, he's a stud. And I think so because he, he reminds me of me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like that. He's, I'm always open. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. I mean, but... Damn, but bro. but but you get paid the wrestle though, so yeah. mm-hmm. like maybe maybe you not have a gambling problem while you're doing that. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, do you need wrestling if you make? Yeah, it? yeah I was yeah. I was about to say, I'm like, if you're making better money not wrestling, not, yeah, then maybe, not taking bumps, <laughs> then yeah. maybe not do that either. Yeah. So I don't wow. know. Uh, this takes us to a tag team match: Briggs and Jensen taking on Legato Del Fantasma. But right before the match, this starts, wasn't a bad match uh, either. Yeah, not bad. Because uh, I, I like the dynamic of big versus small, speed yeah, versus strength, and, all that and stuff. And no lie, like I was wondering how Legato was going to uh, work 
that to their favor or yeah. you know which way they were going to change the style but dude yeah, they, I was fearful this was a great it, match it could have been yeah. clunky but before the match starts we do hear uh, Jensen and Briggs's music hit but they don't make their entrance uh, we see the cameraman kind of rush to the gorilla position where Jensen is seen laid out a referee's at his side and Briggs is just about to yell legato <laughs> it was, I was struck like, from behind with the steel chair by Joaquin but it's just funny because he has like that cape on so I'm like that's not what a superhero is supposed to do <laughs> yeah, it, <was laughs> it just looks so suspect yeah, yeah like, a little bit I will say. Uh, Wild tells them they should never mess with Legato just before the faction kind of hijack uh, Briggs and Jensen's entrance. Uh, during the break, though, Briggs and Jensen do make their way to the ring, but they get cut off by uh, a group of refs and medical personnel, and then they headbutt and boot them out of their way for their troubles. And again, this is where I say Regal's nowhere to be found because yeah. we know that wouldn't have went unpunished yeah. before. You know no, what yeah, I mean? No so That's I don't a, know. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. That's bloody war games. That's <laughs> bloody war games. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Briggs and Jensen, uh, you know, uh, even though they're a little hurt, they, they get some office in. We see a double rebound uh, three-point stance, uh, release sidewalk slam and standing splash I ain't mad at three-point stance. It's, no, it's, it's come all. a long way. Yeah, and they're big, you know. But, yeah, that sidewalk slam, that release sidewalk slam, I was just saying, standing splash by Briggs. I've been impressed with that since the, the tournament he was in. Uh, we get a pop-up flapjack and big boot as well as a uh, rebound power slam uh, to uh, – uh, I'm sorry, uh, rebound power slam and a back body job by Jensen when he gets in finally on LD. The F side, Electra distracts the ref while Santos actually shoves Briggs back first into the apron outside to sell the chair shot from before. Uh, we see LDF get into their multiple clothesline combo as well as a double back suplex, which you don't really see these days. No, um, and, and you know what? Because they were uh, working on, on his back. Um, yeah. It was it was a dope move the way they did it too. Yeah, I, definitely. I it, it, yeah. And, and you could see how they had to really use all. They I was could just to about to say that, like like they actually made it like oh it's a double team move because we we got to use both our strength to pick this yeah what you basically what you're saying like it just mm -hmm. I don't know it, it looked natural it just looked like a, a natural and smart move psychology wise yeah you know no, I mean? definitely so. and I gotta give props man fucking. Raul, dog, he hit that nice diving splash to Briggs's back as well. He almost he went like almost Dude. half the, the length. Yeah, of the it, ring, it reminded me of like when the Usos used to do the uh, the Tequila Sunrise oh, with the splash yeah. on mm -hmm. it. But like, yeah, and I mean, I I don't want I don't know how much he got left, but a little bit. Like the way that Joaquin, I, as soon as I saw Joaquin hit the, hit the ropes, I'm like. Oh, he's going for the tilt to world transition. And Bro, Tunji, I, I was like, I, yeah, I was just about, about to, to say, be so smooth. I, I, you know? And I, like, I kind of made me mad that because I don't think I've ever seen him set it up like that before. But uh, I've yeah, seen him one other time recently. That's the only reason why I was thinking he may go that route. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. After building some momentum, Jensen does take out Santos at ringside with the right hand. But uh, Raul blind tags Wild, and uh, Wild actually takes out Briggs in the apron with a running Enziguri. Then he hits a tilt to world uh, style Russian leg sweep, like you said, to set up Jensen for their Enziguri leg sweep finish. They really need a name for that, and uh, I LDF mean, get the win. I, I just liked it because it it was clean. Yeah, it, it they, really they, was. They just were the better. I mean, I, I, all right, clean because yeah, they attacked them before the match. I, you know what I mean, obviously. Yeah. But you know, as far as in ring, they didn't cheat. And I'll be you honest, know? I feel like Joaquin's starting to find his step, even though he's, he's grown not on not Spanish by See, like I, flat out I, I at been, all. Like yeah, any, you know, but. I got Selena's little brother vibes from the movie mm. when he was like, told you guys, don't mess with Legato. Like like the way he, he did that. <laughs> yeah, and The way true. he got, he went so smooth into this transition. It just goes, damn, this dude talks a lot, but he could back it up. He's smooth as hell. So like he, um, I've been thinking about that too, which is funny because I was thinking, I'm like, man, I know I gave him a, a, a lot of shit when he first came in, but I was like, you know what? As far as I know, he could have some, and, and it's, I don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? I just know he's spent most of his time, you know, being... 
a proud representative of, of, of the Philippines. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, it's like that's just what I you know obviously go to. And, but and, you and know. not that that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, this brings us to a uh, I would say a well done uh, and a well shot vignette uh, depicting the upcoming women's championship match between Raquel Gonzalez. Oh and no, this Mandy was Rose. great. This was really and, good. Uh, yeah. I just I just took a quotable from each side. Uh, Mandy says, "I've been called many names, as in hot." Sexy eye candy, but one name she has not been called is champion. Thick thighs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but that all sorry. ends at Halloween Havoc. That shit, shit, man. They got to that point where she was, she was. Nah, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Let uh, me say it. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, why but, I'm here. <laughs> but Raquel, she says, uh, when I chingona bomb the sh- out of you, yeah. you're gonna find out the hard way. You're just not championship material. There's like, sorry, the women can't say shit. Only the men. Yeah, yeah only the men. <laughs> only Andre Chase. It's, it's in his contract. Yeah, we also said we can't approve of it. It's man. too. <laughs> Uh, then we get a backstage segment. Uh, Trick Williams is with Carmelo Hayes. Is uh, They're in search of the North American title still, apparently. And uh, begin checking several different lockers, only to find uh, extra jackets from Ikemen. Uh Melo sees one locker that seems to be glowing and elects Trick to open it up, only to find a bunch of Halloween decorations and a hand-drawn note, which Trick swears is in Da Vinci Code. Uh, Melo <laughs> properly reads it, uh, only to discover that he and Trick have been invited to a haunted house next week for Halloween Havoc. Trick Wait, is hesitant. Didn't, didn't someone just use that Da Vinci code on them when they were doing that whole segment when they were talking? Uh, I don't Or was it Barrett that said that I on the commentary he, or something? He might like have said that. I just remember someone <laughs> or Grizzly Young Veterans or something. Yeah, said, I think it like, was them possibly too. Funny yeah. or they say something. They talk in riddles. He's speaking, he talk, yeah, that's he's speaking in riddles. Yeah. <laughs> uh Trick says he's hesitant because uh he does not like hunting houses, but Mello said he does not like being played as he vows to get his belt back next week. So obviously something's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I, th- uh, that was the only thing I wasn't found. I'm like, great, so he wins the title just so he can do a cinematic. But with who title. though? You know what I mean? I mean I, maybe, I don't think it's gonna be cinematic. I don't think it's gonna be Really? No, I think it's just going to be a kind of like what they did with, with Cameron. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's not even going to be a match more than just an interaction that's going to further the eventual first defense against Johnny Gargano. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, October next week uh, is what the the end, the last week of October, and then Johnny's got like a month left. Yeah, you know, does I mean? he? Yeah, well, yeah, I think what December third, I think yeah, is what it you know, is. So yeah, that's why I'm thinking this. Yeah, that they got time to to wait. And this, if you think about it, beating Johnny as the North American champion, that's quite a feather on the cap. You know what I mean? So for, for Carmelo, especially to keep saying he don't miss to beat Mister. I mean, but he don't take he don't take no shots either because he couldn't even get his belt back. Like, yeah, that, I, that, I, that I, did I think, annoy me a little bit. Yeah, it just made me feel like every all the work they just did with him last week just went, which was great. It was a reverse, like it yeah. was a regress back when you make him look like a chicken shit. Now, like, yeah, I got you. Well, we're almost done here, guys. Uh, hang on just for a little bit. We get a one, uh, one match. It's uh, L.A. Knight going against Grayson Waller. Apparently, they have been. Uh, vying to take on the role of host of Halloween Havoc, so the winner of this match will be the host. Can I ask why they just couldn't bring by the Shotzi? I mean, for you no said reason? that last week. Like, as well. it's just no I reason mean, not and they to. They name dropped her too, but yeah, yeah, I mean, she she was the best uh, in my in my opinion, like for that role. I, I, but, uh, I know the new uh, draft uh, roster is going to affect, but. You don't tell me y'all going to use her on Monday. I don't think y'all are. No, <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? I don't see it, yeah. But uh, Knight, he hits a uh, hot shot in a slingshot shoulder block. I uh, love when he hits that. Uh, we get an early schoolboy attempt for two by Waller. He also counters a schoolboy slam with a small package for two. And counters a clothesline with a rolling pin for two. Uh, hits Jawbreaker as well as a Harlem leg lariat is the best way I could put it. Because it's what Booker used to do. You know what I'm talking about, right? That, like, jumping high kick. 
Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I like had to say Harlem, it. I said I it with my pinky. The, I want to call it the Harlem sidekick, but I don't think it's called that. It is called the Harlem. Well, see, there's there's that, but then there's the arm twist Harlem yeah, sidekick. Exactly, and then there's yeah. the, yeah. Exactly. But I, I want to let y'all know I said that with my pinky up. Yeah, with his pinky up. The book, yeah. book, yeah. And uh, he also did say STO, but the uh, finish comes where L.A. counters a springboard attempt yes. from uh, Waller, and he uh, actually hits him with a running pump kick that follows with the BFT for the win, and there you go, the host of Halloween Havoc. And I will say it will Man. probably be a lot more entertaining. Thank I do you. not want to see Grayson Waller Thank you. unsettling, the, like threading throughout the show how he's like foiling anything that L.A. is trying to do. He, he looks like a uh, an Australian version of uh, Austin Romero. Uh, one of the ring announcers. Oh man, that's pretty like, funny. But yeah, no. When I first saw them go back to, I was like, "LA is clearly a choice." What are you talking about? Like this? I mean, why he's perfect for this? Yeah, no. So I was glad that they actually, you know, the fact they needed a match for this garbage. But yeah, yeah. And this leads us to uh, match announcements for next Tuesday, which again is Halloween Havoc. Of course, Tommaso Ciampa will be defending Goldie against Braun Breaker in the main event. We have uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, taking on Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship, and they have yet to uh, set a stipulation as they still need to spin the wheel. Yeah, I was surprised that they weren't going to do it the same night that they did all the other one or the uh, the tag match. Yeah. But you know, well, I think it's, it's part of the excitement. Exactly, you know, it's a way to get people to tune in. Uh, then we also, not to be outdone with women's action, we have a three-way triple threat NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai defending their titles against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane of Toxic Attraction, and Indy Hartwell and her newfound partner in Persia Parada in a Scareway to Hell ladder match. Oh and, my uh, God! <laughs> and to continue the trend of tag team action, uh, the NXT Tag Team Champions MSK newfound heels. Oh, they're maybe. they're spinning the deal too, huh? Yeah, spinning, or spinning the, the wheel, wheel okay. and making the deal uh, against Imperium. Uh, they'll be defending those tag titles, especially after that beatdown earlier in the night. They really don't have and, any other tag uh, teams, man. They they don't. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they do, but they don't, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, of course, Solo Sequoia will uh, make his debut next week as well. And uh, that brings us to our main I event. I just thought about it. Solo, and then there's Aaron Solo. Mm. Spelled the same way now because he took off the W. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he did That's that. He had this whole bit where he, he he's like he gave his W to Fuego because he could use a W because he kept taking L's. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, it's just Aaron Solo now. No W. You could, here, I figured you could have the W. That's crazy. <laughs> he was like giving him the actual letter off his fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's insane. All right, man. We got Tommaso Ciampa, uh, reigning uh, champ uh, with uh, teaming up with Braun Breaker, his uh, upcoming challenger for next week, taking on the Grizzled young veterans. Uh, Champa, he uh, blind tags himself in at one point and incites a lariat uh, party. Uh, he also gets a running knee smash to Gibson in the corner and uh, counters a headlock from Drake with a uh, back suplex and uh, at one point does hit a desperation DDT. And I'll get back to that DDT in a second because Breaker actually starts off the match uh, with multiple waist lock takedowns. He does a catching a uh, power slam, you know, that rebound. Uh, kind of who is it that does it? Is it, uh, uh, you know, who, who does it is um, Cash Wheeler. Does that 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 you know when you jump up and he he, he he get caught and he turns into a power slam? You know you know he, I mean it's funny you say that, but his dad used to do that shit all the time too. Who's that? Rick oh, no, you're right, you're yeah. right. Yeah, definitely. Used to just dump fools, yeah, catch him and just dump up, them. You're right. Yeah. Uh, at one point, uh, we we do see um, uh, this uh, 
Desperation DDT after getting worked over by Champa. Um, I'm sorry, after Champa gets worked over by GYV because GYV uh, they got some of their stuff in too. Because uh, we see Gibson blind tag in, he pulls Champa to the floor only to eat a suicide dive into the announce table from Drake. Uh, Gibson pulls Breaker off the apron at one point just as uh, Champa tries to make his tag. You know they're stealing uh, notes from the uh, FTR playbook. We get a uh, du- <laughs> double clothesline uh, as well as a uh, rope hung diving axe handle combo, which I've not seen them yeah. uh, do before. Yeah, uh, they did hit that flat liner drop kick combo which i love seeing uh, them do and i saw i think drake put in a koji clutch at one point which i was very surprised but champa does escape uh from that before uh drake actually pulls at his beard which i really thought was a good way to regain momentum after losing a grip on like a submission mm. but uh yeah we do see a desperation ddt coming to play from champa and he actually goes for the hot tag but at this point breaker actually jumps off the apron because he sees gibson charging over and uh, he clotheslines him to cut him off on the floor uh at this point champa does finally tag breaker once he gets back on the apron but it's with a sharp smack yeah, to slept. the face he was like and uh questions why he wasn't there for the tag uh the faces uh, actually stare each other down where we see breaker get in the ring and he actually uh they look like they're kind of exchanging words and breaker actually charges uh to cut off drake who's behind champa yeah but in doing so uh it forces champa to duck a clothesline to avoid contact this commentary stirs the pot on that uh we do see uh a snap belly to belly suplex and a, a recliner as all they'll call it as from breaker uh but he eats a boot to the mush from gibson uh breaker is able to clothesline gibson over the rope to the floor then he picks up drake with a military press then looks over at champa and says this is you next week and then transitions to the power slam for the win, one, two, three. Post-match, Champa quickly grabs Goldie, then uh, starts to head up the ramp as Breaker audibly advises him from the ring to make sure he holds on to his uh, belt real tight, uh, insinuating it's going to be the last time he he holds it. Uh, Champa actually hears this and decides to re-enter the ring, and uh, we see, you know, much to Breaker's delight, and they kind of exchange words and stare each other down as uh, the show uh, comes to an end. And uh, that was NXT 2.0. Yeah, I mean... Um... I was I was able to enjoy that part. I mean, the, the, you know, the one thing I couldn't help but think though is because the last time I saw Champo in the ring with the grizzled young vets was nice. uh, when he was with um, Toothless Timmy. Yeah, and, you and know, I'm like, where's Timmy? You know what's funny that you say that? We talked about grizzled young veterans and how they never, they always got something going on in their wardrobe. We were talking about well, how they never they yeah. never dressed to to fight. <laughs> oh yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, they're, yeah. They're dressed in Harry Potter scarves and and, and golf gear. Randomly, yep. And then remember during that time, during that program with Thatcher and and uh, you know old man Champa, the whole shoe thing, the boot thing. Oh yeah, you know it's like it's always something, and it's like how come the Chris Young veterans aren't champs yet? It's weird. Like they they can do it, but it's like y'all want them to do all this like overconfident eater words sometimes. It's just it's you know, too, like they like they don't need like this is the thing they don't need to have that deep of character work. No, they don't. no one is asking that many questions about them. They they've kind of they're familiar with this trope before. Yeah, they're really good at it, and they're really good in the ring. So let them just do what they got to do. But then now y'all got them doing like this. Oh, we're gonna run our mouths from the sidelines and fight when we feel like it. It's like yeah, it's, it it feels very cowardice versus like strategic because when you got a name like Grizzle Young Veterans, it makes you think that you're ahead of your time and do think like they could be the UK FTR. Like or, or or revival, I should say, more specifically in the NXT frame, if they if they presented them right, but they, they're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I dare say that they can just be their first them. Um, it. I mean, yeah, it just seems like they got them doing a whole bunch of stuff well, instead I mean, of I mean, winning. I mean, in terms you know of what I mean? Like they're of doing like mechanics and 
the pulling off the apron and like the veteran tactics that young greenhorns wouldn't possess. I mean, why why call yourself well, and, and, young veterans unless you to, got to be more specific for you? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're like going to be the new FD or like the, I think I think they're going to be able to fit that that missing piece that they have yeah, because especially I don't right think now they can be the revival, but they. If they have, that's just the kind of presentation and, I would and, try. And to in terms of the, them, yeah. needing a team that's gonna, like you said, have that that shared mechanics. Yeah, yeah the mechanics. Because there's not yeah. a team that's doing that right now. On there's, on, I mean, they don't have a lot. No. So yeah, I mean, and they would stand out. I mean, you got Imperium, but I think Imperium is kind of like the more, you know, hey Jamaica, <laughs> that's Team <laughs> yeah. Iceland right there. This <laughs> is <just> Swiss. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah. but that was NXT 2.0, uh, the Go Home Week, um, and we got Halloween happening next week. I, I don't. I mean, it's an even number of matches besides the Sequoia match. I mean, I guess that's five. But I'll be honest, like I don't think it makes sense to do predictions. But hopefully, they put on a hell of a show. It's the first major event, uh, you know, since the 2.0. Uh, relaunch uh, happened. So, I mean, this might might be a make-or-break moment. Um, I will say that. But I will say, viewership has been very low for NXT lately. So, let's see if they can pick it back up with these uh, pendings. You know, the <laughs> They're trying to collapse their own deal so that they can just be relegated back to fucking Peacock. Dude. I'm, no, I, no, I'm trying to figure out if maybe... That's why they did the spin a deal maker, you know, so many open endedness on the stipulations. So that gets the tune, you know, the viewership as well. Dude, what were so. you saying too? There was something about the Chucky thing that you were saying that they, they, they oh, should Oh, yeah. Be. It's, it's a popular thing. People were comparing how, you know, uh, Breaker's father, Rick Steiner, had the whole. Oh, yeah, bit yeah. With Chucky and how, you know, people remember it because it was badly timed and, it, you know, <laughs> it was just bad, you know. But it was a good, it was at a Halloween Havoc. So people were saying with Breaker. You know, having the being in the bloodline, and you got Chucky was about uh, having a renewing. Yeah. No, no, they, it's already debuted. Oh, like, oh, like a week or so ago. So okay. the series has just started not too long ago. It's on USA. It's the week it's, of, it's, of yeah, Halloween it's, too. It's hella TVMA, by the way. Like yeah, language, the whole nine. Yeah, but yeah, you kind of have a, ch- a chance to kind of redo that. But I don't know if Vince cares about rehashing old WCW bits. I feel like if he did, he would have well, the Yete come down. Well, I, I'd well. have to say no, uh, because one thing I did find out in this, uh, you know, we'll cap it off here, is um, Triple H was going to uh, war, uh, pun intended, to bring back the War Games match way earlier than NXT. In fact, they he, he, he would say it so much that, you know, Vince had to create a whole match that wasn't it, which yeah. was Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't want to do anything old WCW. Oh, oh so he wanted so, it since then. Yeah, the Elimination Chamber is was literally was supposed to be what the War Games match was supposed to be. That's what gets me, though, because Triple yeah. H does lend a lot from the WCW days as a guy that was former WCW. But the good he, stuff. So he always has to play the... I gotta take on the Booker T's of this business and the Stings. I'm of this the business. I left, but I'm the gatekeeper. And the Goldbergs of this business. Had I not yeah. stopped being terrorizing, I would have had your ass. Yeah, yeah, you know, what I mean? yeah, you know, it's like because we were at war years ago, and it's like, yeah, but you man. love so much of their ideas, though. It, it's I don't know. It's so it's so weird, especially you got you know you got that love for for Dusty and 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 you know and obviously Flair, Flair yeah. you know what I mean that's like but the then you got thing. Halloween have you know, I don't know but yeah, it, it'll it's, be interesting to see how what they cook up next week uh, I am glad that Johnny will be part of it at least you got someone other than Champa that's a, a normal yeah that's name. that's gonna He's, be he might not yeah. be in a match but you know he'll be involved somehow. I mean yeah because I feel like even guys like MSK are in limbo because they're not part of the new brand but they are kind of just due to like. Their color, like their their bright, uh, you know, attires, and them being in the same age range. But mm-hmm. like, 
like they're almost like un, like no one's fucking with him right now. It's so I don't know. It's so weird, man. Hey, yeah. And the other thing I will say is I am curious to see if there is going to be a debut or re-debut. Whether it's I, th- I think I said Bailey. I think you yeah. said Dakota, which I think is a very excellent choice. I'm also wondering if maybe it's Tegan Knox because I know they got uh, they she got she got Tegan drafted too Jeff, though. But I heard they got split up. Right? Has yeah, they, seen they Tegan on TV since. Or? No one's seen her, but they both got drafted to separate shows though. It would have been okay. different if she went undrafted. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, it was uh, yeah. It'd be interesting. All right. That's man. all. That's all I gotta say about that. But you know what? I do want to thank y'all again for uh, listening to the show, doing what y'all always do on a weekly basis, man. And that's tune in to hear us do our thing, man. And uh, again, we uh, accept. You know, I know sometimes it's uh, not not too much praise in, in what we do, but you know, when we get it, we get it because you know we're doing it for you. You guys don't have to watch NXT 2.0 because you know we're putting ourselves in. In, 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 the, in the way of that bullet for you. You know what I mean? So Extreme uh, harm's way. <laughs> but I just want to say thanks again for always checking this out, man. Whether it's video content, man, whether it's even music, whether it's you guys are checking what Doc's doing out on, on TikTok and, yeah, yeah. you know, just getting everybody, you know, just, just trying to build with the community, man, overall, man, and just, you know, whether it's jokes, memes, trying to get opinions, all that. I uh, appreciate y'all just, you know, just, you know, just basically, you know, engaging with us, you know what I mean? And just, you know, not being afraid to let your voice be heard, man. And, uh, you know, if you're not following us already, which I don't know why you're not, go ahead and do so at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram and also at Quincy Jones Show on, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Twitter and then backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Uh, You could also hit us up if you didn't already listen to the ad. We got these lovely t-shirts, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Again, only 10 bucks. Any of y'all that want to come and support what we do, man, again, y'all always come through with the listens. If you guys want to rock, well, we rocking and let people know what you're listening to all you gotta do is hit us up the quincy jones show at gmail.com hit us up with your size we got medium all the way up to xl it's a pocket tee you can do what you want with your pocket we don't ask no questions we just ask to you just to post uh tag us in your picture man and let people know who you're rocking with man and of course you can also follow us uh anywhere you go to get your podcast that's uh every friday at uh, itunes soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio, uh castbox and of course the the great people down at true100radio.com and alternative uh, tell Doc. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Doc, tell them where you get to go to get your music, my dude. Uh, yeah, you guys know what it is, man. Doc Lesnar, one and only hip hop hybrid in the world and universes of hip hop and pro wrestling. You know what it is. D O C L E S N A R. Go to your favorite streaming platform and boom, there I are. You hit search and you'll hear those five star bars. It's just, you know, what we do here, man. Me and Quincy, we keep trying to remind you guys we are the world's greatest tag team behind these mics, whether it's on commentary, whether it's with a podcast, whether it's with an interview. You, whether it's for dropping verses, which we just dropped a major verses this week. We we've been doing work Man, lately. It's been great. I, it's I, hard. It's hard to keep to be quiet about some of the stuff we yeah. do. Uh, that's not podcast related, but y'all, yeah. it'll soon, it'll soon find its it way to it, light. Yep. Yeah, it, it's coming. Trust us, it's definitely. We're gonna bring it to you guys, the Lesnar Maniacs and the Quincy Maniacs, very soon. But uh, before that, go ahead and search me. On, like I said, on all your favorite platforms, you will see my most recent uh, effort. This is awesome, man. It's been doing great. We're over fifty thousand uh, overall uh, down, or not downloads, but uh, I believe it's streams, streams, and they just keep coming. I'm having a hard time keeping them down, Daddy. But uh, in the meantime, I keep telling you guys about the Shopify is coming because. I got merch too, man. T-shirts, hats, lighters, pins, too sweet, 
foam fingers, the whole nine. I've just been very pre preoccupied. I'm in the middle of a move right now. It's my first home. It's uh, very exciting, very uh, stressful, uh, hell-raising at the same time. But I'm um, built for this, man. This is how we do it, man. So once I get all that figured out, I'm going to get right back to you guys. So you guys go ahead and keep supporting. You guys have been so supportive so much. That's why we did the whole giveaway not too long ago. Other than that, man, you, you guys know where to follow me, at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, at Doc Lesnar on TikTok. I promise again, once I'm done with the move, I'll get right back to being a lot more active on that account. Also, follow me on Instagram at, at Doc underscore KGS pod for all things concerning this podcast right here, whether it's a new scoop or whether it's just a funny meme. I'm going to be here to provide it to you guys. After that, follow me on uh, Facebook or Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar. Other than that, my friend, it's been a hell of a show. Yes, but sir. it's about that time where I offer three words for you. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.